This Roundtable Broadcasting Podcast of the Max Roundtable is brought to you by Adams Drugs, our family serving yours since 1962. Honey, it sounds like you have a little sinus congestion. I do. I went to Adams Drugs to get a nasal decongestant, and I'm sure glad I did. I didn't realize that I couldn't take some sinus medications because of my high blood pressure. What did they tell you? The pharmacist overheard me talking to the clerk, and she knew that I had high blood pressure because I get my prescriptions filled there. She came around and talked to me and actually recommended a different sinus medication than the one I had picked out. I wouldn't want you taking something over the counter that makes your blood pressure spiral out of control. Sounds like she may have saved us a trip to the emergency room. Adam's drugs definitely go the extra mile. Always have and always will. I love the customer service. It's great every time I go in there. I'm so glad they helped me take care of my wonderful husband. I'm going to tell all my friends to go to Adam's Drugs. Visit us, adamsdrugs.net, for the location nearest you. With 12 Adams locations, we've been serving families in the River Region for 60 years, and we look forward to serving your family's needs as well. Welcome to the Max Roundtable with Doug Amos, brought to you by Max Credit Union. Listen to Doug for lunch each weekday as he breaks down the hottest sports topics on ESPN The Ticket in the River Region and on ESPN 1067 in Auburn, Opelika. You can be a part of the show by calling 334-517-1210 or by texting the Pig Enterprises text box at 334-313-1170. Now take a seat at the Roundtable, brought to you by Max Credit Union, with locations in the River Region, Auburn, and Opelika. Max, smart money, made simple. Wow, what a beatdown of epic, just absolutely epic levels Last night in Neville Arena. Unbelievable. You know, the the Auburn Tigers just dominate the game uh, from the under four timeout of the first half all the way through the end. They win it by, what, 99-81, I believe it was, an 18-point win uh, for the Tigers uh, just an absolute beatdown, folks. And our contest is complete. Not too many people picked Auburn to score that many points. Uh, but Kevin Russell was close. He is our winner. He missed by only four uh, points in uh, his prediction. Uh, so he's already, uh, we've already got him signed up to get uh, a Venmo um transfer which i have thanks to adam's drugs for that but how about the tigers last night we'll visit with kevin skarbinski here shortly get his thoughts about what transpired there in neville arena you know you hear a lot of people when they're breaking down big games they say hey if you can survive you know that initial 10 minute rush and get the game settled in you you've got a good chance to stay in it and it looked like Alabama, who trailed 32 to 18 in the game, but came back and took a one point lead right before the under four timeout of the first half. It looked like they had done just that. But then Jalen Williams, Janai Broom, Trey Donaldson, and the crew for Auburn got it done. And Alabama had no answer. And if you don't think analytics mean something, if you don't think 
some of the places we look to try to figure out how a game's going to go don't impact it, then you're, you're being a tad bit naive because Alabama back in the 60s in the nation on defensive efficiency couldn't defend, certainly couldn't defend inside. <clears throat> Broom and Williams had their way. Sure makes you wonder why a couple of weeks ago, while he was absolutely demanding the ball down low, why Auburn didn't get it down there to Janai Broom on every single possession. But Auburn wins it. Auburn was the better team. It's one man's opinion. That's all I'm giving you. One man's opinion. I think that Tennessee and Auburn are the best two teams in the league, and I think Alabama falls behind them. That's just my opinion. Is a lot of it based on what I saw last night? Absolutely it is. But, you know, I had Auburn winning by 13. They win by 18. Uh, it's my understanding that it was one unbelievable atmosphere at Neville Arena. Uh, just some things, some thoughts about the game. Whenever Doug Shouse is is officiating in a game, you can count on there being way too many fouls called. The foul totals did not impact uh, the outcome of the game in the least bit. In case y'all didn't know this, with 10 minutes to play in the game, and this is a fact now, with 10 minutes to play in the game, Alabama had shot more free throws than Auburn had. Okay. So let's just make sure. Well, maybe that was about 12 minutes to go in the game. Alabama had shot more free throws than Auburn. So I don't want to hear from the Alabama fans today saying, oh, the officials screwed us up. The officials took a, a lot of the playing of the game away in the last 12 minutes, but that's a Doug Shouse thing. There were free throws last night, 80 five free throws 85 I believe is what the number was I think there's only been one game all year I read this only one game all year that I think had more free throws taken in I mean that's embarrassing I mean that really is embarrassing uh, and it was, it didn't impact the outcome, but it did impact the flow of the game. There's no doubt about it. But Auburn from the under four timeout of the first half took control of the game, and Alabama never got closer than 11 after the 14 point halftime deficit. Uh, you know, Alabama led Auburn by 14 in Tuscaloosa. And we know what Auburn did. They came back and took the lead in the second half, but could not hold on. Alabama erased one 14-point deficit in the first half, but could not hardly make a dent in the 14-point deficit in the second half. I've had people texting me already today. What did you think about how uh, the Auburn students – uh, kind of turned Alabama's uh, song on them at the end of the game. I'll be quite honest with you. I didn't know that happened until this morning. My friend Tim Lee sent it to me, and it was, hey, hey, Alabama. Auburn kind of changed the tune a little bit. Instead of saying, hey, Bama, they kind of changed it and went, hey, Alabama. Uh, we just beat the you-know-what out of you, rammer-jammer, yellow hammer, go-to-blank, Alabama. 
I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> I didn't have a problem with that. You got to know that that birthed out of what the Alabama students were yelling at Auburn during the lights going out thing that Bruce Pearl addressed on Tuesday at his press conference about choosing uh, and not and not saying inappropriate things. You know, the Alabama students crossed a line, I think, in Tuscaloosa a couple of weeks ago. And I think Auburn kind of stuck it right back at them a little bit. Oh, and, and I'm told that they do reverse uh, Rammer Jammer always. So that wasn't a f- oh, first. That's the first time I've heard of it. So I'm, I'm glad I'm told that that happens all the time. Uh, reverse Rammer Jammer, apparently they call it, for basketball and football. I got a feeling last night it was a little more energetic. You know, so it wasn't really in response to uh, what the Alabama students were yelling a couple of weeks ago, but it still was uh, apropos because, as you know, y'all know which athletic department I follow, who I want to win the Auburn versus Alabama events, no matter what sport it is. You know, I don't shy away from that. I do find it somewhat funny the rammer jammer thing when alabama wins by a point or you know kicks a field goal to win by three or wins uh, a close game in basketball it's we just beat the blank out of you when in reality you didn't uh, i always found that to be kind of funny uh bill agrees he, he's <laughs> it, it, it's really a weird thing um th- but uh, last night using those words was accurate because that's exactly what Auburn did, um, uh, and and Nathan is is confirming. Yeah, they always do that. Uh, the um, apparently there were some uh, shut up Nate quotes or chants as well, uh, which is uh, I, I don't think anything out of line when it comes to a rivalry like this. I left the game last night. I wasn't there, but I left feeling this way after the game was over. I would love to hear from you and you and your thoughts on it. I just think point blank that Auburn's better. Auburn doesn't appear to have a weakness for the most part. And they didn't even shoot it all that well last night. I guess if you said that there if there was a weakness for Auburn uh, it's outside shooting. They didn't need to do that last night. Uh, they made five of 19 threes. Um, but I just think Auburn is a better team through however many games we've played, 22, um, somewhere in there. I'd love to know your thoughts. I think I think 23 now. I'd love to know your thoughts on that. We're going to get Kevin Skarbinski's thoughts uh, when we return Lots going on today. Scott Cross talks about his Troy basketball team later in hour one. They're red hot in the Sunbelt Conference. Will Fisher will join us in hour two. Mike Turk in hour three. Want you to be a part two of the Thursday edition of the Max Roundtable. This is the SEC Network's Roman Harper, and you're listening to the Max Roundtable with Doug on ESPN The Ticket and ESPN 106.7. The thoughts and opinions of the host of the Max Roundtable do not necessarily represent those of Max Credit Union or other sponsors. Earn more on your balances with the Max Elevate Money Market. Enjoy the competitive rate benefits of certificate accounts with no fixed terms and more flexibility. 
earn more on your balances and access them anytime. You expect more and Max delivers. See our amazing rates at MyMax.com Elevate. Max, smart money made simple. Federally insured by NCUA. Certain restrictions apply. Did you know that homeowner's insurance doesn't cover your termite treatment or termite damage? That's okay because Pest Pro is here to protect your most costly investment. We are the only company in the River Region with the Termidor HP2 injection unit. We bring the best and newest technology to your home. Call today for a free evaluation. 265-9990. That's 265-9990. Our website is ppsriverregion.com. When you want to know, call a pro. Pest Pro Services. We're Montgomery, Alabama, the place where the bus boycott gave birth to the civil rights movement. Did you know we are also a high-tech hub for education, on the cutting edge of the nation's cyber defense, and home to one of the few internet exchanges in the southeast? We have exceptional weather, great shopping, fine dining, a symphony orchestra, one of the largest Shakespearean theaters in the world, and 90 city parks. The capital of dreams. Proud of our past, poised for the future. Visit DreamMontgomery.com today. Hunker up Montgomery and Prattville. Matt Parsley here from Budget Car and Truck Sales. And this month, I'm on a mission to help you fall in love with a nicer, newer car. So if your old rides left you brokenhearted, kiss it goodbye. I'll give you up to five grand more than Kelly Blue Book. Push, pull, or drag it in. Plus, I'm buying cars on the spot based on the car or the price you pick. You deserve to drive a car that makes your heart skip a beat. So bring me your old ride and kiss it goodbye because you could get way more than it's worth. Plus, I'm buying cars. Do other dealers leave you feeling lonely? My team's passionate about approvals. We kiss up to the banks and lenders that want to say yes. That's yes. Yes, yes, yes. Plus, I'm buying cars on the spot based on the price of the car you pick. But hurry. Once I've helped 137 people, my lips are sealed and this deal is done. I'm Matt Parsley. I'm your dealer for the people. See all these smooch-worthy rides at BudgetSaysYes.com. That's BudgetSaysYes.com. Pucker up, Montgomery and Prattville. Hey, y'all, Lewis at the Capital Oyster Bar. Y'all, we're over here on the beautiful Alabama River where we cook up fresh seafood for you. But tell you, we got Valentine's coming up. Be sure and mark us down on your calendar for that Wednesday or really all week we'll be serving up some good fresh seafood for you. But I'll tell you, we got a change in schedule this week. Sunday, we're going to close early. That's right. About 3 o'clock or so Sunday, we'll probably shut down, let everybody get off to their uh, families for the big games. And just want to give you a heads up there and also tell you about got some great lineup coming, man. We've got Ghost Town Blues Band coming to town. We've got just some great blues. Check it all out at CapitalOysterBar.com or our Facebook page, and you can see what's going on. See that menu. You also see the RV park. You can get down here, and if you can get you a spot, we're kind of full. That's all right, too. Pretty days, you can rent you a pontoon boat, y'all. we got a little bit going on down here, so come on down here. Remember, no show this Sunday. See you soon. Y'all come on hungry. Capital Oyster Bar, located at 617 Shady Street in Montgomery, or call 239-8958. With the weather turning colder, it's time to do some indoor painting. John Lee Paint Company carries the Richards Signature Ceramic Series, an interior ceramic paint that comes in matte and eggshell sheen levels, a specially formulated interior wall paint that incorporates new resin technologies and the use of ceramic microspheres. By combining these two properties, Richards created a product that's easy to apply, provides excellent coverage, adhesion, durability, and scrub resistance. Quality, service, experience since 1974. John Lee Paint Company on Coliseum Boulevard. Marketing can be hard. 
At Dogwood Media Solutions, we are the outsourced marketing solution your business needs. Not every business can afford to have their own marketing department, and that's where we come in. We can be that for you. Website updates, social media, advertising, public relations, and more. Learn more about how this works by giving us a call at 334-425-0009 or visit us online at dogwd.com. DOGWD.com. Welcome back to the Max Roundtable with Doug Amos, brought to you by Max Credit Union. Get in touch one of three ways. Call 334 517 1210, text 334 313 1170, or email MRT at ESPNTheTicket.com. Let's welcome in Kevin Skarbinski. I know he has a lot of thoughts on the game last night, but before we get to those, Kevin, call me stupid if you will. I've been called much worse. I've been told via text today that Auburn's been doing the reverse rammer jammer for decades, and I guess I'm just never cognizant enough to to hear it. I got it sent to me this morning, uh, and that's the first time, quite frankly, I've been aware of it. Um, but it was uh, very loud last night in Neville Arena once the game hit zeros. Well, it was it was loud before before tip off uh, during the game, and yes, after. The clock did strike zero. There were uh, a couple of choruses, uh, lusty choruses of the reverse rammer jammer. Yeah, they've been doing that. No, I've been aware of that for a long time. Whenever they beat Alabama, you know, they kind of throw Alabama's uh, boast back in its face, which is the kind of thing that happens in rivalries. Yeah, it does. They were, they thoroughly, I will say the fans and where the media section is in Neville Arena, you're you're right in the middle of the fans. Uh, it was very very loud at the conclusion of the game. You know, one thing we'll get out of the way whenever Doug Shaw's referees games games tend to last uh-huh. a lot longer uh, than they would normally. The number of fouls at about a clip of 1.5 a minute did not impact the outcome of the game, but it sure did impact the length of the game. Well, yeah, it's, I, I wish I could credit the person who came up with this, but uh, they they said that the reason he pronounces his name Shows is because shows would be too obvious. <laughs> uh, because he is very much the show when he officiates a game. Far, far too much so. And it was it was not a it was not an entertaining game from the standpoint of there was very little flow, especially in the second half. You know, you couldn't get two you couldn't get three two or three possessions back to back without a whistle. So constant stoppages, constant trudging to the free throw line. That's not entertaining. That's not what basketball's meant to be. So from that standpoint it was not it was not one of my more favorite games to watch. Uh, but the effort that Auburn played with and the effort that Alabama, frankly, did not match, uh, that was that was inspiring to see that Auburn, in, in a game they, they needed, we talked about this, uh, it was more important to them. They needed it more than Alabama, and they went out and took it, and credit to them. 
I, you know, I, I got to share my initial thoughts with you after the game and letting it kind of, you know, resonate with me with what I'd watched and then comparing it to what happened just two weeks earlier uh, when I don't think Auburn did a really good job in the second half of going to their dude, uh, Janai Broom. Uh, he was like absolutely demanding the ball, and a lot of times they weren't getting it to him. I believe, Kevin, after seeing him play twice, I just think because of Alabama's deficiencies on defense and their inability to defend around the rim, I just think Auburn's better. Uh, you know, I think Auburn and Tennessee are the best teams in the league, and I think Alabama's right behind there. Is that too much of a stretch for you? No, I think that's, that's a pretty spot-on analysis. I, I think if you broke it down a little further, you could say that that Alabama's guards – are better than Auburn's guards, but the gap is not as large as the gap between Auburn's post people and Alabama's post people. That that that's been that that that's been a mismatch. And and as you said, Auburn did not take full advantage of that in the first meeting. Even though Janai Broom ended up with I believe twenty five and fourteen or twenty five and sixteen, he had a monster game. But a lot of that was early. They didn't, like I said, take full advantage of it. Well, they did last night, and Jalen Williams was outstanding as well. So that that one-two punch, they, they, you know, I said this on Twitter. They big boyed them. Yeah, uh, they they were the they were the, and you saw you saw Jalen Broom a number of times give the uh, the too small gesture after scoring in the low post over uh, a, a variety of defenders that Alabama tried to throw at him, even against double teams and sometimes triple teams. Yeah, that that was a glaring uh, difference, and that that gap is, like I said, it's wider than the gap uh, between Alabama's guards and Auburn's guards. And Auburn's guards, led by Trey Donaldson, I thought he was fantastic he was. last night. Yeah, you know, he was he made great decisions. You know, pulled up for early, he scored a bunch, pulling up in the lane, uh, making good decisions, distributed the ball, pushed the tempo. When when it was appropriate, yeah, I thought he was he was really really good, and so the gap wasn't there last night. Auburn's guards, Matt, you know, they they did their job and they held down Alabama. Even though Mark Sears got his, he's going to do that. He's a scorer, and he, and he got his again last night. But they didn't let them go off, and I thought Auburn guarded them on the perimeter better. They got they closed out uh, quicker. They got hands and faces. They blocked a couple of three point shots. Uh, they were just—they were much better defensively than last night than they were in Tuscaloosa. Uh, you know, you talked about Janai Broom doing the little too too small hand gesture. Um, I don't know if you heard about Charles Barkley's comments uh, on the broadcast. I snickered at this too. Uh, he he, <laughs> he said uh, that he knew it was going to be a tough night for Alabama when he saw all the little skinny dudes on the team. Um, <laughs> it was pretty funny. Uh, uh, meaning that Auburn's got strength in the front court, and it doesn't appear that Alabama has much to fight that off. Uh, using the term "little skinny dudes," yeah, that way, you, that's the first thing that comes to mind. Grant Nelson is the first person that comes to mind when you use that description. I, I've called him Slenderman, uh, and he was not much of a factor last night. He tried to, he tried, he was, he was, he was more active with his mouth than with his feet and his hands. Uh, at the one point, uh, mouthing off uh, with an Auburn guy right in front of the uh, the student section, which is probably not the wisest decision. 
in Auburn Arena or Neville Arena. So, yeah, there is a there is a definite difference in in girth, shall we say, and uh, thickness uh, between the two teams especially in the post, obviously, and Auburn took full advantage of that. You know, it's games like last night, Kevin, that just absolutely put a spotlight on the loss of Charles Bediaco when they did not think they were going to lose him. You know, and this is going to sound crazy to say, but in some ways they miss him more than Brandon Miller. I agree. I agree with you. They've got other guys who can score, and Mark Sears has taken his game – especially at the offensive end, to another level. And not just as a three-point shooter. He also has demonstrated he can get to get to the rim. He can score through contact. He can get to the free-throw line, which pretty much everybody was doing last night. But he, he can score, and, and Wrightsville can score. And, uh, and the three-point uh, oh three shooter, uh, Rylan Griffin, yeah. he can, uh, you know, for a while you thought he was never going to miss. Last night, the way Alabama started out shooting threes uh, before Auburn adjusted and again started closing out uh, more strongly. Uh, so they can score. They got a bunch of guys that could score. They're, again, they're in the top, they're one of the top three, four scoring teams in the country. But in terms of stopping people, they that can. is the big difference. Yeah. They just, they, they really, they can't defend man, man on man in the post. They don't have a shot blocker. They don't have a guy who cleans up. Uh, mistakes on the perimeter and so uh, Betty Ako was so important to that team his development throughout last year is a big part of the reason that Alabama won the SEC regular season and won the SEC tournament and earned a number one seat got to the sweet 16 he wasn't the most valuable player uh, but on the defensive end of the floor he was yep and and that's certainly uh, a glaring difference between this Alabama team and last year's and Kevin that's why any game that Alabama plays on the road is a danger game because you you never really know how you're going to shoot on the road. If you are a top five defense, like both of Nate Oates' SEC championship winning teams were uh, in, in defensive efficiency in the nation, this one back in the 60s, nothing's safe. At LSU, at Kentucky, at Ole Miss, at Florida, even the games at home, uh, you're going to have a tough time winning against quality teams if you have a tough time defending the other team. It's almost a guarantee that teams who win the national championship, get to the Final Four, compete for the national title, they rank highly in both offensive and defensive efficiency uh, in the Ken Palm rankings. And in the latest I saw this week, Auburn was in the top 20 of both offense and defense. They were, much, they were in the top five on defense, top 20 on offense. Alabama was in the top five on offense, but they were not in the top 20 on defense. I don't know how low they were, but they, they certainly weren't top 20. So you've got to be able to play on both ends. If you want to go deep into the NCAA tournament, and probably if you want to win the SEC, you've got to be able to play on both ends. And and that's been the big difference, yeah, between the two championship years that Nate Oates and Alabama have had and then the year in between those two championships and what's shaping up right now. Uh, it's going to be a tough well, the schedules for both of them are going to be tough for for Auburn and Alabama the rest of the way in the SEC, starting on Saturday, both of them with road games. Uh, and Florida's had all week to prepare for Auburn. And Florida is much tougher inside, bigger inside than Alabama. 
Came across this this morning, Kevin, early uh, during breakfast with uh, with Charlie Trotman. Uh, did you know that 21 of the last 22 teams, as you just described, that have won the national title were top 20 in both offensive and defensive efficiency? Uh, according to Ken Palm, there are six teams right now in the country that fit that. Houston, Purdue, UConn, Tennessee, Arizona, and Auburn. North Carolina, Mark and BYU are close to top 20 in both, uh, you'll be able to absolutely uh, put me to sleep if BYU wins the title. But any of those other teams, uh, maybe with the exception of Marquette, wouldn't surprise me if they had big runs. I, I don't think Auburn has had this kind of front court play. When you put Broom with Williams, together i can't remember when auburn's had uh, you, you can talk all you want about the two guys they had two years ago with jabari smith and all of that but the, 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 yeah well the, they're not these they're not i just don't think those two match up to these two on the offensive end kessler set records blocking shots was pretty good on the offensive end but these two guys seem special both inside and outside yeah, well, Kessler was not a big scorer, and Jabari Smith was more of a perimeter player. Yeah, and the way he liked to play, his skill set uh, lent lent itself more to scoring on the perimeter. You know, he wasn't a he wasn't a back to the basket low post banger. Uh, Kessler is more that style, but again, just not not a great offensive game. But both of those guys, Broom and Jalen Williams. And Jalen certainly is a is a he's a solid outside shooter. He can knock down the three. Even though Broom hit hit one last night, and, and can make the three on occasion, but his game, of course, is old school, back to the basket, uh, drop step, uh, pump fake, get your man up in the air. You know, maybe get an and one. Yeah, they these guys are they're very very good at what they do, and that's why if the Auburn guards can play at the level as a group can play at the level that they played last night, they can go a long way in March. The, the one key, I think, is going to be Aiden Holloway. He's gotten lost a little bit. He, it, it was very obvious last night. There was a stretch in the first half, and I noted this just taking some notes during the game. You know, He missed back-to-back threes on, on one trip down the floor. Uh, he missed one, and I think Alabama got the rebound. Then there was a turnover in transition. He got another one, missed it. But the next couple of times he got the ball, he went to the basket. And he doesn't appear to be great off the dribble, but he he got fouled and went to the free throw line, shot four straight free throws. And I believe he made three of the four. But he's got to understand, people are going to overplay him because he has been such an effective distance shooter He's got to be able to beat people off the dribble, make them pay for overplaying him, get to the basket, either draw the defense and drop it off to Broom or Williams or whomever, or score through contact or get fouled and get to the line. He, you know, he can develop his game down the stretch and add that element and play at the level that he has played at different times this year. He's been fantastic at different times. If he can do what he does and KD Johnson can stay under control and not take – some crazy shots, and I take shots out of rhythm. And then, again, Trey Donaldson is really, to me, the leader. Uh, he's really the the maestro, the conductor uh, of that team. And when he plays at a high level like he did last night, they're going to be hard to beat. Here's what's crazy about this league and what it's become. 
the game in Gainesville on Saturday may be a totally different result. Alabama may go to Baton Rouge and shoot 60% and beat them 20. And maybe on Monday we're thinking a little differently. But as of right now, I think we're seeing, at least in a um, red blinking light deal, the strengths and weaknesses of these two teams. And, and I suspect that that kind of um, M.O. will continue through the rest of the regular season. Yeah, and one thing, I think we tend to lose sight of this, it's such a long, grinding road in college basketball. You know, we're in February now, and these guys have been going at it, you know, formal, informal practice since October. You know, they've been playing games since November. You're traveling. You're, you know, you're trying to juggle uh, your classes with road trips and, and all the work you got to put in for the team, individual work. You try to get some work in on your own on the side. And everybody's banged up in some way. Your hamstring's a little balky. Your ankle's a little tender. Uh, you, you got a bruise on your elbow uh, from a rebound or a box out. And so you got to play through a lot of stuff at this time of year. And, and every everybody you play is different. You know, every team has a different style. Florida's going to be completely different than than Alabama, and that crowd will be. It will yeah. be if, if it's not full, it'll be pretty, it'll be close to it. You know, the last time Auburn went down there as the number one team in the country, they got beat two years ago. I don't think Auburn's won down there since about 1996. Uh, they have not had success in Gainesville uh, for a long time. And again, Florida's had the, the midweek off. They've had all week to point to this game. Auburn's going to, you know, had such an emotional game last night. It's a key it's game hard to sustain that. And it's a key game for Florida's postseason hopes too. They, they need a game oh. like this to kind of get them over the hump and in on Lenardi's good side. That's that's a great point, Doug. So you're going to face a team now that this game is going to be. This game is again. Every game is important to both teams. Don't at some level, but there are some differences in urgency. All for, yeah, that edge was was on Auburn's side last night. They they had to have that one. Certainly, if they want to win the SEC regular season, I thought that was a must win, and and they did it. They got it done. Uh, Florida is every time you look at Joe Lenardi, they're right there on the last four teams in the last four guarantee. You know, yeah, last so four. They highs. need quality <laughs> wins, and Auburn now is at the point in basketball that you want to beat. There's a little extra there. When they roll into town, you want to take them down. Uh, part of it is their swagger. Part of it is the, you know, the post-game memes from the fans on, on the final score post from the visiting team or the, the losing team, the opposing team. Uh, this, this, uh, they are a target. They're a team that everybody wants to beat and everybody wants to take down. And, and the more they win – and the higher they climb, the more that, that fires up everybody on the other side. So, yeah, they're going to walk into they're going to walk into a different kind of swamp on on Saturday in Gainesville. We'll see if they're up to the test. I want to ask you one more question. We're going to let you go. How did you feel about Nate Oates calling out Mark Sears uh, in his press conference? Here's a guy that played 30 plus minutes 
Uh, and he literally said, you know, and he led into it saying, you know, he's our best scorer, he's our best player, but he's got to defend. He's got to defend better than he is if Alabama's going to win in the postseason or in March. Uh, I tend to – it kind of was like scratching a chalkboard to me. I think that's something you say privately and not publicly, and I did have a big problem with it. Well, I would say that you've got to know your players. And you've got to know how, or have a very strong feeling yeah, how he's of gonna how yep. he's going to take that. And 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 again, Mark Sears has been in the program for a couple of years now, so Nate Oates has got to have a pretty good feel that he will react in the right way. You know, rather than you know, some guys, some guys you call them out publicly, they might go into a shell. Yeah, uh, they might pout. They might. Uh, you know, they just might not play as well. They might not play at the same level of effort. They might start, or they might have a little bit of a crisis of confidence, and they might doubt themselves a little bit. Uh, other guys, they thrive on that. The, the more yeah. you question them, the harder they're going to play, the better they're going to play, the more effort they're going to give you. And and he's bottom line is what he said was accurate. Oh, there's no Mark doubt. It was accurate. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, he's been fantastic on the offensive end of the floor. Defensively. He, he leaves a lot to be desired. So, no look, if you score twenty to twenty-five, but your man or you, you know your, you know your your assignment scores twenty to twenty-five, you know what's your net? You know yeah. your 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 net's not very good. So, yeah, that's uh, that was an interesting choice that Nate Oates made. But I suspect, knowing a little bit about Mark Sears, that he will react in the right way, and you'll see better defensive effort from him going forward kevin thanks for letting us squeeze you in for a segment uh, on this not a normal day for you go follow him at kevin skarbinski i'm looking forward to reading his newsletter i received it today if you go to al.com or to follow kevin on social media you can find out how you can get the newsletter as well thanks bo we appreciate it thanks Doug. Take, take care, care. kevin skarbinski we'll take a break I'll tell you another team that's awfully hot in this state. It's Scott Cross and the Troy Trojans. We'll visit with him upon our return to the Thursday edition of the Max Roundtable. Hey, it's Peter Burns for the SEC Network. The best midday show in the Montgomery area and in Auburn, Opelika, is the Max Roundtable with Doug Amos on ESPN The Ticket and ESPN 106.7. Earn more on your balances with the Max Elevate Money Market. Enjoy the competitive rate benefits of certificate accounts with no fixed terms and more flexibility. Earn more on your balances and access them anytime. You expect more and Max delivers. See our amazing rates at MyMax.com Elevate. Max, smart money made simple. Federally insured by NCUA. Certain restrictions apply. Montgomery, join us as we celebrate the start of the 2024 high school baseball season by attending the Montgomery Public Schools Classic Baseball Tournament February 15th through the 17th. Games will be played at historic Patterson Field, Ray Thorrington Park, and on the campus of Lamp High School. Teams include the Brutech Rams, the Carver Wolverines, the Lamp Tigers, the Lanier Poets, the Park Crossing Thunderbirds, Johnson, Abernathy, Greitz, Jaguars, and Percy Julian, the Phoenix. Tickets and the entire tournament schedule can be found on the web at GoFan.com. 
Come see some of Montgomery's premier high school baseball talent participating in this year's tournament. Once again, for ticket information and the entire tournament schedule, go to GoFan.com. Don't miss it. February 15th through the 17th, the NPS Classic Baseball Tournament. Robert Pig with Pig Enterprises. Stop what you're doing. Okay, don't just stop if you're driving, but stop driving the direction you're going and drive to Pig Enterprises so we can get you behind the wheel of the vehicle you've been dreaming about. At Pig Enterprises, we not only believe in providing you with an easy vehicle buying experience, but we also believe in providing you with an experience tailor-made for you and getting you into the vehicle of your dreams. Exactly what you want and need with zero stress. Now, we all could use a little less stress in our our lives am i right shop online at pigget.com or drive on over today and see our award-winning team in person inventory changes daily don't let your dream car pass you by let our team get you behind the wheel simple fast no pressure consider it a quick detour on your trip and you'll arrive happier than you could have imagined when you left the house today come to pig enterprises and get a squeal of a deal Hey, we've all spent a lot of time at home lately, but it's time to get out. Zaza, serious Italian, is open for dine-in. Everything is sanitized. The tables have been spread out, and the alfresco dining has been expanded. It's time to get back to your favorite Italian restaurant, Zaza, in the alley downtown. You can still get either of Zaza's two famous family meals or anything on the menu for takeout. Brunch begins at 11 on Sundays with bottomless mimosas. Open for dinner Tuesday through Sunday, 495-7292 for reservations or takeout. Zaza, serious Italian. Yeah, let's go, baby. You want a bud, man? Yeah, got to get right for this one. You know that's non-alcoholic, right? Say what? Bud with zero alcohol. Say what? Budweiser Zero, bruh. Say what? Budweiser Zero. Zero alcohol. Zero compromise. I'm Gordon Stone, mayor of the town of Pike Road, and it is a great blessing to share with you a story about how our town's people are willing to invest. Over the past few years, Pike Road has been one of Alabama's fastest growing communities because we invest in education, services, and character. We invest in the look and feel of our neighborhoods, town centers, parks, and trails. We also invest in our schools. It is an honor to serve in a place where we have added three campuses to our school system in four years. Further, we have achieved this with excellent stewardship. Our bonds have sold at a double A-plus rating, and we have maintained an overall reserve of more than 10%. We have excellent and efficient services because of our tremendous partners like the three fire departments manned by great volunteers, the Montgomery County Sheriff's Office, a water provider, two sewer partners, two gas companies, multiple digital providers, two electrical partners, a road maintenance partner, and recently a new sanitation company. These partners give Pike Road citizens the chance to benefit from efficiency and the best of technology. We are so thankful for our partners and our citizen support. Come see us in Pike Road and welcome home. The Max Roundtable with Doug Amos brought to you by Max Credit Union rolls on. Doug would love to hear from you. Call 334-517-1210. Text 334-313-1170. Or email mrt at espntheticket.com. All right, welcome back, everybody. As you know, our normal Thursday guest at, guest at this time is Scott Cross, the head coach 
of the Troy Trojans. And boy, are they playing great basketball. Fresh off a sweep of the state of Georgia in the Sunbelt Conference. They welcomed Marshall in last night and thumped them pretty good. 82-66. Coach, welcome in, brother. Congrats on on another great night at Trojan Arena. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, guys played extremely tough and uh, really got after it last night. Kind of an interesting deal here. Um, Not too often do you see out-of-conference games in February, Uh, but there is one uh, this Saturday uh, for your team. It is a home game against Kent State. What's the mentality there? Uh, What's the mindset about scheduling a a non-conference game, you know, when we're on the home stretch here in the regular season? Well, it's part of the MAC challenge, so all I got of the you. I got you. teams. Yep, this is the return game. Our, our first game was on the road, and I got so it. Now uh, we get them all back at home. So didn't think a about little break that. in conference, uh, but it, it's important for the Sun Belt because I think you know our conference right now is ranked a little bit lower than where where I think it should be. So we're going to have twelve home games where hopefully we can be very very dominant and kind of raise that uh, overall conference ranking. All right, so talk about mentality for your team. Uh, you know, next Thursday, you've got uh, another weekend, or next week, you've got a Thursday, Saturday with conference games coming to Trojan Arena. Do you approach this game Saturday any differently than you might, considering that you're tied for first in the Sunbelt Conference with App State, a team you've already beaten? No, it's straight ahead. It's you know, this is the most important game on the rough on the schedule right now. You know, we're trying to continue to establish our identity and, and make sure that, you know, the next opponent that comes in sees that, you know, this is what they're going to have to go up against. And so we want our guys to be relentless defensively, relentless crashing offensive boards, and just, you know, just establish that we're going to be. You know, extremely tough, physical, and and make it make their life miserable for forty minutes. I want to ask you this um, and take you back in time a little bit. You know, the Sun Belt Conference ha- has always been a one bid league. I've asked you about this in the past. You know, one of your teams at Texas Arlington was the best team in the league one year, and you had a bad afternoon against one of your rivals and got beat and did not make the NCAA tournament uh, from the one-seed position. Uh, where, From where you sit with this Troy team, winning the regular season to me should be an incredibly important monument to reach. But knowing that it could all go away, not all go away, but a chance to play in March Madness could go away in a three-day period, I'm just not sure how I reconcile that. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, you know, we obviously right now the most important thing is winning the conference championship because, you know, you, you're writing a legacy to, you know, Spud, Amir, all the guys on our team, but those seniors uh, – you know, this is their chance to win a conference championship and hang a banner and get a championship ring. And so, uh, you obviously you want to do that. That that's the sign of who's the best team over who's really the best team is going to be the conference champion, in my opinion. Uh, who's playing the best basketball during that stretch uh, is going to represent the Sun Belt in the NCAA tournament. And there's, you know, six, seven teams that could possibly do it. There, it's very, very even and. 
um, we're, we're definitely one, one of the teams that could, you know, go in there and win, you know, a couple of games and advance to the NCAA tournament. But, you know, right now, you know, our focus is very, very, very narrow and just uh, honestly just focusing on Kent State right now. Coach, I know there's been discussion among administrators and, you know, about the tournament and what's the future of the NCAA tournament. Would you be a proponent of changing the look of the NCAA tournament, maybe in having more AQ qualifiers out of some of the smaller leagues uh, to reward a season-long championship as well as a tournament, as a conference tournament championship, or do you like where we are? Well, I, I think it's in a good place. I, I wouldn't necessarily change anything. Uh, you know, obviously, I would not argue if they found a way to allow more mid-major basketball teams to get in, but I, I don't think it's ever going to go that way, I would say, if they make changes, it's going to go the other way. And if they make changes, you think there'll be more at-large bids from yeah. from big conferences? Yeah, they'll try and squeeze the mid-majors out like they did with the NIT right now. And so, uh, yeah, what are your you feelings know, on that? I think it's terrible, honestly. But it's you know, it's about revenue, and they feel that they can make more revenue if they have the bigger Power Five teams in it. And it's a shame because. Uh, you know, whoever wins the regular season in the Sun Belt should be in there. I do think the Sun Belt's strong enough to, you know, whoever wins it, if they don't make the NCAA tournament, will have a good enough resume to where they will be able to get in the NIT. But who who knows? We won't know until they actually, uh, you know, start pairing everybody out. No need to compare teams, but I do want you to assess where your team is right now. Um, uh, I've said all along, all year long, that this team seems to really fit your definition of what you want out of a basketball team as well as any of your other teams that you've had at Troy. I've been there uh, since the start and been a part of uh, following Troy since that point. But kind of give me an assessment of where you think this team is. Yeah, I mean, I love where this team is. I think they've grown so much. Uh, we're really establishing the, the identity that I've kind of envisioned with this team. And you got so many, so many tough guys that just are, are relentless. And I, I think that's why we're having success. And then there are so many weapons, uh, so many guys that can really, really score the ball at a high level that it doesn't matter if one guy's having a bad night. You know, there's three or four other guys that can step up and you know, hit 15 or 20 very, very easily. So uh, love coaching them. It's been a fun group, and um, hopefully they continue to, to stay focused. And I feel like when we have the right mentality that, you know, whether we're home or road, we can we can beat anybody in this league. Coach, obviously you're, you have a basketball perspective of this, but give me the, the thought process. You played uh, college basketball. You're now uh, an elite coach in college basketball. How much does momentum impact things, or is it an absolute game-to-game thing? You have to uh, – or, or do you feel things carry over when you start going on win streaks? I think you guys have won five in a row in the league now. Oh, I, I definitely think so. I think when you win games, it becomes, uh, it definitely becomes, you, you believe, you really, really believe at your core that you're supposed to win. I do think, you know, that 
if you win a, a whole whole bunch of them that you you know you can have a letdown but i think the champions they that's why they're champions is they don't have those letdowns um so you know right now we've had the fewest in, in the league uh, right there with app state but um, you know, we do have a tough stretch of games to end the season, and it's not going to. Our home games aren't going to be easy either. But um, yeah, I, I think the more you win, the more it becomes uh, easier to not easier to win. It just happens more because of the guys believe it and they they do the things that uh, that it takes to win. Is there truth in the statement that expecting to win? It is a great thing instead of just wanting to win that when you get in a mode like this, you almost expect to win. Yes. I definitely think there's a lot, lot of merit to that. I think early, early on, you know, we, we thought we could win, but now there, there's definitely a real, real belief and expectation when we step on the floor that we're going to win the basketball game. All right. So you've got the game Saturday afternoon. I know it's that 3:33 uh, start with my good friend uh, over at the Vance Law Firm sponsoring that game. It is the Sun Belt Mac Challenge. I appreciate you squaring me up on that, and uh, I hope you get a text from me about six o'clock on Saturday evening. Yes, sir. Nothing better than that. We uh, Just to let people know, I text Jennifer and Scott after every Troy win, and I'm now kind of running out of uh, text availability. I'm, I'm about to <laughs> run over my limit, Coach. That's the way we like it. All right, buddy. Hey, thanks so much for your time today, man. Thank you. You bet. That's Scott Cross, the head coach of the Troy Trojans. Hey, what do you think about the announcement that ESPN made yesterday? Nick Saban joining the ESPN college football and draft staff. Uh, He is going to be a weekly guest or part of the crew on college game day with Reese Davis. And yes, even Coach Corso still involved. I love, I've loved Coach Corso over the years, but it's my belief, and I I don't mean this to be insensitive, but it's my belief that uh, Coach Corso kind of needs to hang it up i think it's time to move forward on that but saban will be there in addition i don't know how they're gonna have to have a bigger set to get all these people on there but he's also interesting interesting enough gonna be a part of sec media days i'll be making the trek along with gavin baxley uh to sec media days in dallas uh, in July, and it'll be interesting to have Coach Saban there. I'm sure he'll be a part of the ones they take around all over to uh, visit with certain uh, media folks, and hopefully we'll be able to get him. But he's also going to be a part of the NFL draft, and I'm assuming that that means this one upcoming. You know, he's been a guest on some of those. He's been a, been present on a lot of those with a lot of his players going in the first round. So that's where Nick Saban's going to be for a while. And uh, I find that pretty interesting. Uh, I think he's going to do a great job. Mike Greenberg this morning said he thinks he's going to be elite on television. Uh, And I tend to agree. All right, now listen to this. Bill Edmondson, our producer, Found something funny. Bill, turn this on. I had to play this, and I planned on playing it right now because I knew I'd have a little bit of extra time. I think most people listening to this program are sports fans. Whether you're 
a massive sports fan or a casual sports fan, or maybe you just listen because you love the back and forth. I don't know. But this is a Instagram post that Bill found, and it's Alex Trebek on Jeopardy. And I don't want to play it out for you. You know how they have different categories across the top. And, you know, it's a 200, 400, 600, 800, 1,000. And the last category was football. Okay? It was literally football. Might have even been college football. But none of the three participants had requested to ask to, to give a question for the answer that was put up until that was the only category left. What you're about to hear is absolutely hysterical. Now, I wish you could see Alex Trebek's visual response to what, what happens here. And if you want me to send it to you, I will. But just take get, get a load of this. Football 200. Your choice, do or don't name this play in which the quarterback runs the ball and can choose to pitch it to another back. It's an option play. Ryan? <laughs> uh, football 400. I can tell you guys are big football fans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tom Landry perfected the shotgun formation with this team. Dallas Cowboys. Uh, do you think we should go to commercial? <laughs> Ryan? Take it on to 600. Okay, by signaling for one of these, a returner can reel in a kick without fear of getting tackled. Fair catch. Two clues left, Ryan. 800. These penalties are simultaneous violations by the offense and defense that cancel each other out. And they are called offsetting penalties. Let's look at the uh, $1,000 clue, just for the fun of it. <laughs> Jimmy? As Minneapolis's U.S. Bank Stadium prepares to host Super Bowl 52, I'm looking at the Ring of Honor with names from this defensive line that took the Vikings to four Super Bowls. If you guys <laughs> ring in and get this one, I will die. <laughs> Who are the purple people? Eaters. I just thought that I, was classic. I mean, they didn't have a clue. It was two guys and a gal, and you literally thought he was asking uh, literal brain surgery questions in German uh, because they didn't have a clue. And I loved that the crowd response to the Tom Landry question that even casual people, I would think, would know that Tom Landry was the coach of the Dallas Cowboys. But you got to see the the look on Alex's face when he realizes he has three people in front of him, two guys that have zero clue about sports. Here's what I could have done. I could have had $3,000 on my board in front of me if I'd been a Jeopardy contestant. Now, I wouldn't have got any of the other questions right for the whole show. I'm pretty sure of that. But I'd have gotten all five of those babies right. That I can guarantee you. If you want me to send you that, I'll be glad to. Just text the Big Enterprises text box, 334-313-1170. I'll be glad to send it to you so you can watch it and send it out to some of your buddies. We'll 
get into some other things. Don't forget, we are going to play audio from both Bruce Pearl and Nate Oates from last night. We are now transitioning into our Super Bowl contest. You'll have a chance to hop into that if you have not yet. Thanks. Congrats to Kevin for winning the Iron Bowl of Basketball contest last night. He has already received his $150. I'll announce the second place finisher, and it is Larry Bennett. Larry Bennett is our second place finisher. We'll try to track down how he got his pick to us uh, and get him his $25 mellow, mellow mushroom certificate. We will take a break. More in hour two of the Thursday edition of the Max Roundtable. This is Paul Feinbaum, and when I'm in central Alabama, I enjoy listening to the Max Roundtable with Doug on ESPN The Ticket in the River Region on ESPN 106.7 in Auburn, Opelika. Earn more on your balances with the Max Elevate Money Market. Enjoy the competitive rate benefits of certificate accounts with no fixed terms and more flexibility. Earn more on your balances and access them anytime. You expect more, and Max delivers. See our amazing rates at MyMax.com slash Elevate. Max, smart money made simple. Federally insured by NCUA. Certain restrictions apply. 107.5 is W298BC Montgomery. ESPN The Ticket. The Capo, which is Italian for boss, is Five Point Deli and Grills Burger of the Month. When I asked Eric what's on it, he said stuff. And I told him he needed to be a little bit more specific for this commercial. He said, okay, it's a half pound burger grilled in a butter and grilled brioche bun. Thick cut bacon. Their house ham sliced thin, smoked and grilled on the flat top. Two slices of melted provolone cheese, zesty Italian pepper with olive spread. Now I know why Eric just said stuff, but that stuff sure sounds good. Five Points Deli and Grill at Old Cloverdale. The last minute is here, so it's time for you guys to go shopping for your Valentine. Jewelry Designs Unlimited doesn't raise their prices, only to lower them for special occasions. Their prices are the same all year. Necklaces, bracelets, rings, earrings, and other types of fine jewelry for your wife or girlfriend without having to take out a loan. Diamonds, emeralds, topaz, sapphires, and other pieces are all at great price. Get her a gift from Jewelry Designs Unlimited 4339 Atlanta Highway next to Lumber Liquidators. Be the commander-in-chief of savings when you shop Cohen's President's Day sale going on now. Get up to $3,000 in rebates when you purchase select KitchenAid appliances at Cohen's. Or take home the Whirlpool four-piece kitchen suite, including the side-by-side refrigerator, electric range, microwave hood combo, and dishwasher for just $22.99. That's a savings of $11.89. Ask about special financing, too. Exercise your right to to life, liberty, and huge savings during Cohen's President's Day sale. Think outside the big box stores. Think Cohen's. Golf season is still in full swing, and we are lucky to have the best public golf courses in America right here in the River Region. Capitol Hill in Prattville is home to three championship courses and has annually hosted the PGA and LPGA Tours. If you don't have time to play, take advantage of the best practice facility in the Southeast with Capitol Hill's 35-acre practice facility that features multiple teeing areas, three practice putting greens, and three practice bunker complexes. Best of all, as an Alabama resident, you can purchase the trail 
Wild Card and receive up to 50% off of regular price green and card fees, as well as 15% off of selected merchandise and range balls. To book your tee time at Capitol Hill, one of the gyms on the Robert Trent Jones Golf Trail, go online to rtjgolf.com or call the golf shop at 334-285-1114. That's 285-1114. Capitol Hill in Prattville should be your number one golf destination. Introducing new Budweiser Nitro Gold. A lager brewed with toasted caramel malt and infused with nitro for a finish as silky smooth as a jazz sax solo. New Budweiser Nitro Gold. So smooth. Available now. Enjoy responsibly. 2020 Anheuser-Busch Budweiser Nitro Reserve Gold Locker. Ale in Texas, St. Louis, Missouri. Tired of forking out your hard-earned money for tires that seem to wear out faster than they should? Tire City hears you. Did you know that some of the most affordable tires on the market are from the Michelin brand? Our Michelin tires help you save hundreds of dollars over their lifespan compared to other brands. Imagine what it feels like to know that the tires you buy today could save you several hundred dollars when you need them the most. Here's what our customer says. I am always on the go with my three children, so the miles add up quickly. The original tires only lasted for 45,000 miles. I purchased Michelin tires for my SUV and drove over 85,000 miles on them. I saved $875 over three years because the Michelins lasted almost twice as long. Not only do Michelins last a long time, they are some of the safest and best riding tires for my family and I. Drive smart, drive safe, drive with Tire City. Visit us at one of our two locations on the Southern Bypass or Atlanta Highway. Experience the difference and save big with the best sports in the Montgomery area can be found on WTXK, Pike Road, Montgomery, ESPN, the ticket. Time now for Hour 2 of the Max Roundtable with Doug Amos. Brought to you by Max Credit Union on ESPN, the ticket in the River Region and on ESPN 1067 in Auburn, Opelika. To talk sports, call 334-517-1210 or send him a message into the Pig Enterprises text box at 334-313. 1170. It's time to retake your seat at the round table. Brought to you by Max Credit Union. With locations in the River Region, Auburn, and Opelika. Max, smart money made simple. All right, welcome back, everybody. Hour two of the Max Roundtable on this Thursday. We are in the studio where we will be tomorrow as well. Will Fisher is going to join me this hour in just a short while. After this segment, we'll talk a little bit about the PGA Tour, and he'll tell us what's going on up there at Capitol Hill, and we'll talk a little college athletics with him Two in the it seems to be the ever-changing landscape of the collegiate athletic world. I mentioned yesterday for a minute about the um, the game. Uh, I just got a text that, that threw me off uh, about Rick Neuhausel talking about he thinks revenue sharing uh, is a big deal um, and that that's what's next for us. I don't know that I... Just see that down the road. Maybe that's the next step. Maybe that's how we can get a a, a grasp of it all. But uh, I'm re- I'm really now curious now that Nick Saban doesn't have a dog in the fight per se. 
how he is going to feel about that and what would he suggest is the answer to try to keep things at least curtailed uh, to where everybody's kind of fighting the same fight, at least at the Power 5 level, and that the transfer portal's not going crazy. And, you know, I did see something where Rick Patino believes, uh, you know, a premier college basketball coach, whether you like him or not, he believes that the Power 5 conferences – plus the Big East in basketball, should have salary caps like there are in professional sports. I want to hear what Nick Saban thinks about a lot of this stuff. I think that could be really, really interesting uh, about what the future is because I don't think we have a clue what the future is right now. Uh, the NCAA is going to lose this deal in court with Tennessee and Virginia. I know they failed to allow a temporary restraining order in the ruling that came out, what, two days ago, I think, on Tuesday. But they're going to – there is no chance on God's green earth that uh, that restraining order ultimately won't be honored and that and it's just going to create a – we're going to recruit you with all the money we can find scenario in the sports, in any sport. I mean, if there's a stud softball pitcher, the the stud softball programs are going to get in a bidding war with Oklahoma probably leading the way, and they're going to pay to get that player. And that player is going to go most likely, especially in a non-revenue sport, like softball, and Oklahoma puts a truckload of emphasis on softball. Some programs in the SEC do the same. But she's going to probably go where she can not only get the most money, but where she can also lift a trophy. It's going to filter down and trickle down to all sports. Where NIL, which wasn't supposed to be a recruiting thing, is going to absolutely turn into a recruiting thing. Go read what the judge said the other day when when he did not issue the TRO, but then he gave his opinions on the backside of it saying, hey, but ultimately this is an antitrust deal. And it does seem to be restricting a person or a student athlete from making the amount of money that he could possibly make. And so then what Nick Saban said that got Jimbo Fisher so fired up is going to be reality. Teams are going to buy every player, every recruit they got, and they probably did then too. But moving forward, you're not going to have to cover it up. At all. You're not going to have to somehow make it look like that they didn't get their offers until after they got on campus. We know about the Nico at Tennessee thing, how that was promoted through the media, how we were told without a name that Tennessee was about to sign a dude that was going to be rich in his three to four years in Knoxville. And that put up somewhat of a red flag to us, but now. It's going to be commonplace. 
unless we get to something that will straighten it all out. Again, Rick Neuheisel says it needs to be revenue sharing. Others think it, and would that be kind of an employee thing? We know what the Dartmouth situation that's just come about. And then we're talking about not only being employees, but we're talking about establishing unions. Is that really, really where we want to go in all of this? Y'all help me out with that. 334-517-1210 is the number to get in touch with us. Would love to have you be a part of the program and visit with me on the air about these things. Or if you want to just text us like a lot of people have today, we'll get to some of those. That Pig Enterprises text box is 334-313-1170. Give me your thoughts on where you think college athletics is headed And if indeed the courts do what we totally expect the courts to do, where is that going to put us? When it, you know, we just thought the wild, wild west was being able to transfer once, (laughs) right? And that being able to, as Bo Nix did at midnight on the first night of NIL, seems like it was July 1 or something like that way back in the day, have a picture of him drinking some Milo's tea. We just thought that was where we were headed, and we were wondering what the impact would be. Man, that looks like a grain of sand, you know, in, a, in, a, in the Grand Canyon compared to where we are headed now and where things could be and where things could go. I remember the late, great bogey, Mark, our friend here on the Max Roundtable, saying, and he, he, kept, he kept on beating this over my head, saying that he did not like college athletics as much as he used to. He was saying it two years ago, three years ago, and I fought back every time. I said, hey, there's nothing that could happen that would take my enjoyment of college football and college basketball away from me or dwindle it or, you know, lighten the passion that I have for those two sports. I'm not so sure now. I believe Bogey's up there in heaven going, I tried to tell you, man, and it, and it does seem to be that that's what's happening with me when it comes to college athletics and that breaks my heart folks i was going to games y'all know how old i am i was going to games in the 70s as a 10 11 year old again my first one was sam cunningham and usc blasting alabama at legion field i believe it was 42 21 i think if you looked uh it was going to games throughout the 70s uh the pureness of the sport uh, and boy, day has it gone away now, and it's it, it it literally is a sad thing to me. And I have no idea where we're headed. If you told me right now, if you woke me up tomorrow morning and said, "Doug, here's what they did overnight," there's now a break away from the NCAA. There's 68 teams that have broken away football only. 
from the NCAA. They've hired Nick Saban to oversee that whatever you're going to call that division of college football, they're making their own rules, and everybody's going to abide by the same rules with the same amounts, so everybody is apples to apples. If you told me that tomorrow morning, I would say, good, let's do that. I never would have said that two years ago when we had callers to this program absolutely beating me over the head with it. Hey, guys, you know that Valentine's is fast approaching, and our friend Linda Eccles over at the Phoenix Salon has come to our rescue again for Valentine's Day. They have several packages, especially for Valentine's. They have that uh, romance for two It's a spa, pedicure, steam room, and a couple's massage. They also have another package that includes a signature facial and a pedicure. The Phoenix Salon package, uh, and they're calling it the hot, hot, hot package, is a signature rose manicure and signature facial. What lady in your life wouldn't want all of that? A full facial, a manicure, a pedicure, and a body polish. They have all the answers over there. You want to earn brownie points for Valentine's? Go get them some candy if you want. Go get them some roses if you want. But give them one of those days at the salon where they get treated like a queen. They also have some clothing and jewelry options in the boutique. Give them a call at 272-4247. They'll have it all ready for you for quick pickup. It's Phoenix Salon and Spa. It's located right near the intersection of Atlanta Highway near Bell Road. Call them up again, the number 272-4247. They also have a website. It's Phoenix Salon Skin and Spa. Phoenix is spelled P-H-O-E-N-I-X. Phoenix Salon Skin and Spa. Spell out the word and.com. Phoenix Salon and Spa.com. It's located at 6311 Atlanta Highway near Bell Road. Get by and see Linda and the gang, guys. You'll be glad you did, but the loved one in your life will even be more glad you did. We're back with Will Fisher right after this on the Thursday edition of the Max Roundtable. Hey there, I'm Lauren Sisler with ESPN, and you know one thing I love to do on my lunch break is listen to my good friends on the Max Roundtable. The thoughts and opinions of the host of the Max Roundtable do not necessarily represent those of Max Credit Union or other sponsors. Earn more on your balances with the Max Elevate Money Market. Enjoy the competitive rate benefits of certificate accounts with no fixed terms and more flexibility. Earn more on your balances and access them anytime. You expect more and Max delivers. See our amazing rates at MyMax.com Elevate. Max, smart money made simple. Federally insured by NCUA. Certain restrictions apply. Hello, Alabama sports fans. Did you know that it's illegal to place a sports bet on the Super Bowl in our state? Right now, you can place a legal wager in 38 states, including Tennessee, Florida, and Mississippi. But Alabama fans are missing out. Only you can help make a change. Call your legislator now and tell them you want the right to vote to allow sports betting in Alabama. Contact your legislator today by visiting sportsbettingalliance.org. Paid for by Sports Betting Alliance, sportsbettingalliance.org. Pucker up Montgomery and Prattville. Matt Parsley here from Budget Car and Truck Sales. And this month, I'm on a mission to help you fall in love with a nicer, newer car. 
So if your old rides left you broken hearted, just say goodbye. I'll give you up to five grand more than Kelly Blue Book. Push, pull, or drag it in. Plus, I'm buying cars on the spot based on the car or the price you pick. You deserve to drive a car that makes your heart skip a beat. So bring me your old ride and kiss it goodbye because you could get way more than it's worth. Plus, I'm buying cars. Do other dealers leave you feeling lonely? My team's passionate about approvals. We kiss up to the banks and lenders that want to say yes. That's yes. Yes, yes, yes. Plus, I'm buying cars on the spot based on the price of the car you pick. But hurry, once I've helped 137 people, my lips are sealed and this deal is done. I'm Matt Parsley. I'm your dealer for the people. See all these smoochworthy rides at BudgetSaysYes.com. That's BudgetSaysYes.com. Pucker up, Montgomery and Prattville. This is Russ Chandler. My family and I have been taking our vehicles to Japanese Auto for over 35 years. There's three generations of Chandlers that use Japanese Auto. We also take my wife's Suburban by there, and he works on that as well. In the past, we had taken our vehicles to the dealership, paid considerably more than what we pay Ronnie and his guys to do. Ronnie is straightforward. He's honest. If he tells you that this is wrong with your car and it's going to take this much to fix it, then he's going to take care of it. When you see the customer service and the level of professionalism, you will absolutely recommend Japanese Auto to a friend. We've invented a new messaging system using the crisp sounds of Bud Light. Crisp code. Lesson 42. This is how you say happy hour. It's happy hour. Let's go get some Bud Lights. That's it for today. Brewed with no corn syrup. Bud Light. Crisp. Enjoy responsibly. Bud Light Beer. Anheuser-Busch. St. Louis, Missouri. Hey, y'all, Lewis at the Capital Oyster Bar. Y'all, we're over here on the beautiful Alabama River where we cook up fresh seafood for you. But tell you, we got Valentine's coming up. Be sure and mark us down on your calendar for that Wednesday or really all week we'll be serving up some good fresh seafood for you. But I'll tell you, we got a change in schedule this week. Sunday, we're going to close early. That's right. About 3 o'clock or so Sunday, we'll probably shut down, let everybody get off to their uh, families for the big games. And just want to give you a heads up there and also tell you about got some great lineup coming, man. We've got Ghost Town Blues Band coming to town. We've got just some great blues. Check it all out at CapitalOysterBar.com or our Facebook page, and you can see what's going on. See that menu. You also see the RV park. You can get down here. If you can get you a spot, we're kind of full. That's all right, too. Pretty days, you can rent you a pontoon boat, y'all. we got a little bit going on down here, so come on down here. Remember, no show this Sunday. See you soon. Y'all come on hunger. Capital Oyster Bar, located at 617 Shady Street in Montgomery, or call 239-8958. Welcome back to the Max Roundtable with Doug Amos, brought to you by Max Credit Union. Get in touch one of three ways. Call 334-517-1210, text 334-313-1170, or email mrt at espntheticket.com. Thursday edition of the Max Roundtable. Let's welcome in my man, Will Fisher. Will, what's shaking, man, on this Thursday? How are you? Doing great. Uh, just glad we got some decent weather, and uh, hopefully the rain on Saturday can hold off and uh, maybe get in a little bit of golf on Saturday, too, before uh, raining on uh, Sunday. Uh, absolutely. Um, you know, I'm you know, and that was heartbreaking to me, by the way. 
uh, right. not, not having a Sunday afternoon to watch Pebble Beach. That, there's just something wrong with that. Um, but this week's another tournament, another fun tournament to watch. Uh, give me your thoughts about uh, what's going to be going on in Phoenix. I know Nick Saban's there playing. Well, let me say this, that um, I saw a picture this morning of uh, maybe it may have not been this year, but I think it was of them opening the gates and everybody running to get their positions at their favorite hole. And um, (laughs) let me just say that I'm glad that I don't run the insurance company that is insuring uh, uh, TPC Scottsdale. So you saw video of that? I need yeah, to see like, it. I like, need you to I send it to I, me. I think it was this morning. I think it was the actual footage of this morning when they opened the gate. But they open them, and it's still slightly, fairly dark outside. It looks fairly dark, right? And uh, but they are people, you know, uh, dressed um, in some in a golf attire, some in some crazy outfits. Saw a couple of four or five guys look like dressed in construction gear. But they'd all take off running to get to wherever they're trying to get because uh, most of the seating, most of the you know golf has, in general is not assigned seating. It's it's just wherever you can get, and it's that away at, at, at Augusta and, and everywhere else that I've been to to watch golf. So they were running to get to their preferred spots, whether that's 16, 18, where, wherever that might be. So help me out with this. I want your opinion. I know, I think we've talked about it in the past. You know, the PGA Tour trying to speed up things, you know, to make things appear better. I saw all this about this investment thing. I saw I was going to break down, I think, $980 million going to be distributed in certain uh, percentages to five different groups of people, um, you know, to pacify them a bit. Uh, give me your thoughts on that and your thoughts on elevated events where there are no cuts. Uh, it's just going to be weird getting used to. I agree. I mean, I, I'm not so concerned about the elevated events with no cuts. I mean, I, I don't, I, you know, in the past, it, it was really very, very defined what those events were. And essentially, they were the WGC events, you know, whether they were sponsored by Cadillac or Amex or whoever. Um, and, um, you know, that would be your match play was one of them. There would be one that usually at Firestone in Ohio. Um, generally, there was one other one. Um, you know, I can't remember where that where that took place. It seems like it moved around maybe between California and Mexico. But, uh, um, you know, I don't have a problem with the, the – no cut and elevated events. Um, the problem with the no cut elevated events is that it's obviously a very limited field um, to be able to get you know players around the golf course. Um, I believe that those fields are limited um, because if you yeah, do it on like- Thursday, Friday with um, split tees and getting people out, you can do that. But on Saturday and Sunday with television contracts and commitments, you're not going to be able to do as much of that. So. Um, I believe there are limited fields, but anyway, there's like seventy players are all. Is yeah, all. that's right. Yeah, yep, yeah, because that's about what you can tee off and get around inside of your television window on Saturday and Sunday. And um, so, I, you know, I don't have a problem with that. You know, my only concern in all of this is that you know that you're chasing the bugaboo. Um, you know, you, you're trying to do certain things that this other tour does 
that you know that some of the guys are interested in doing. So, you know, I would rather, you know, be, I don't know, I guess be more creative on their end. You know, um, you know they, they eliminated this year or last year, they eliminated the caddy race on 16 as well. Um, you know, they were afraid of, of injuries or whatnot. And uh, so they've eliminated that um, officially. Now, eliminated you know, what? Share, share me with that again. What they eliminated? Well, you know, waste management on 16 after the players hit their shots. Yeah. The caddies started years ago, probably 10, 12 years ago, started a caddy race. Oh, no, I didn't know about that. Races. Okay, yeah, okay. First, yeah, the first caddy that gets to the green. Yeah, I'd like to see fluff. Years. I'd like to see yeah. fluff try that. Right, 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 right. While he's taking a drag of a cigarette in, yeah. in mid stride. Um, so, listen, you know, I mean, they've, and some of the things that they, you know, they've done, they need to do as much as they can. I think the tour does uh, to increase fan engagement. And and I know that some people don't necessarily, you know, aren't crazy about sixteen um, at, at the waste management, but um, but that kind of stuff is what fans want. You know, if I'm a young guy that's paying to go watch golf, I want to see some actual golf, but also want to be able to have a spot where I can engage, whether it's whether it's at the golf course or just outside the, the golf course, you know, but on property, um, you know, and that's, those are some of the things that, uh, well, a couple of things that Liv has done that I think uh, the, the fans like. I've had a couple people that have gone and watched a Liv event in person, and they talk about just how engaging it is and uh, it feels, you know, more welcoming. Um, and then some of the events on the PGA Tour and the waste management gives that vibe as well which is why I think it's such a well-attended event year in and year out. Um, you know, even, even at Sawgrass 17, you've got the, you've got the stadium seating that is around behind the back of 17 is the, the suites and the luxury boxes. But for the average guy that's going, he can just sit on the hillside and watch golf and, you know, have some adult beverages if he chooses and, uh, just in, you know, more relaxed and it makes you feel maybe more, um, more engaged with the, with the, the players, you know, you don't feel as roped off, if you will, um, from that. So uh, I'm, I'm good with all of that. I'm good with the elevated events and the limited fields. Um, I think it's good for these guys. You know, if that's a way to keep as much talent as you can on the tour, then let's do some of that stuff. Um, but you know, the one thing that you, I, you and I keep talking about that I feel like is getting lost in all of this change is the pay, is the fan the pay, you know the the patron that comes and watches the the the, the rounds of golf? So l- let's talk about this nine hundred and eighty million uh, that's going to be you know over a excuse me nine hundred and thirty million that they think is going to go to well over a billion when they reinvent. Basically, they're, they're trying to put toothpaste back in the tube here. Let, let's just that's be right. honest. That's what they're doing. They could have done some things over the last five to, or the last decade that could have kept all this from probably ever happening in the first place. I'm late to the yep. party, but I believe that to absolutely be the case. But I, I, wanna, I want you to, I mean, this is bizarre to me when you, when you read it. Uh, and these different groups. There are four groups. The first group is going to, and I think this is going to happen soon, like now. Uh, I, I mean, this could happen this golf season, right? I believe. This isn't something yeah. that's happening way down the road, but. 
correct. Is that yes. correct? No, I mean, yes, I, I absolutely. And and they started this what a couple of years ago when they started trying to, you know, pay out some additional money. Social media were, and all that. Yeah. 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 Yep, listen yep. to and this. Of course, there was only two guys that have ever won the big prize, which is first place. Which there's only two of them, and it's Tiger, and he won it. Two, I think two of the three years they've done it, he's won and and played in, I don't know, five events maybe total in that time frame, and uh, McElroy is the other one. Okay, so here the group. Listen to this: seven hundred and fifty million dollars in equity is going to be granted to thirty six players based on their career performance, their last five year performance. And the PIP results. That's what Zach, yep. and that's what Will's been talking about. Player impact program. I mean, that's a truckload of money, brother. That's if it just went evenly, that's like twenty million dollars a player. Yep. Yep. And here's the frustrating thing for me that I, I, I like what they're trying to do. Um, and to and to echo your point, they should have been looking at doing this a decade ago and they probably could have done this had they found the right partners. Um, but where do you think a bulk of that $750 million is going to end up in whose pockets? The guys that don't that, – that, the guys that, that – don't need are, it. That, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's going to end up in Tiger's pocket. It's going to end up in Roy's pocket. You know, I mean, you know, I don't have a problem. You know, is it, is it going to end up in any of the guys that are young and bringing people – you know, Fowler is not – I know he's not young, but Fowler is a very – uh, popular player steal today. Uh, is that going to end up in Fowler? Any of that's going to end up in Fowler's pocket? Fowler doesn't have a, a lot of career wins and, and that kind of thing, and he hasn't done really well um, you know, on that Piff deal, I don't believe either. So that ends up, but to $750 million to 36 players seems a bit excessive. You know, the second group, $75 million to 64 players based on the last three years' performance. Third group, $30 million to 57 players who have just earned exempt PGA Tour status. And then the last $75 million will go to the 36 players uh, who they believe were instrumental in building the PGA Tour based on career performance. And, of course, the name that's most associated with that is Jack Nicklaus. Like, right, like yep. he needs the money. Right, right, and he's—I I don't know what his, his his design firm, golf course design company's worth, but it's got to be you know hundreds of millions of dollars in value as well. Um, so, it, you know, you're absolutely a hundred percent correct with the analogy of putting the toothpaste back in the tube. Um, I, if you've never tried it, you should. And you'll see how it works because um, it's not going to work that well, and so. Or at um, all. <laughs> right, right, right. And so, my, you know. By the way, again, Jack Nicholas's net worth is $400 million. <laughs> right, right. And, and, right. and the PGA Tour is going to write him a check for a million plus just to thank him. I mean, give me a break. Right. Uh, Jack, Jack Nicholas ought to say, look, Monahan, put that in the pot where the guys that are just trying to make it. You know, Absolutely. let them have that. I don't need it. Don't worry about giving me or Chi-Chi Rodriguez or Lee Trevino or whoever is else on this list any of this money. Give it to people that need it. 
Well, and can I say too that you know, in all of this, that seems like it, it, it that it hasn't really trickled down as far as where it really should. If you really want to put an end to this live deal and you don't want it to continue to grow and gain traction, put the money in the where the young guys are, the guys that would be more apt to be picked off. Put it into some kind of a program to help guys coming out of college. You know, I mean, I would be willing to bet. I, I've never heard Nick say this, but I would be willing to bet that somebody reached out to Nick and certainly made him an offer. Um, and um, and I guarantee you that I know. Maybe before I, I his three rounds before. at Pebble. <laughs> yeah, and I will tell you this. I, I, I know a, a young man that plays golf. He's from this area. He's played out here um, a lot. His, he kind of finished his high school playing out here on our on our property, plays for Auburn, and has told me that two guys from the University of Auburn have been approached. Auburn University. And, that and, you, you don't uh, want them after you. And, and so, I mean, and that's the thing is that if you want to if you want to put this thing to bed, then put that money some in those and toward those types of deals, you know. Um, and, and not make it like a draw, you know, Hey, come on to the PGA tour. You qualified. However you want to make the qualifications. You've done this, you rank this in the amateur rankings, whatever it is, the PGA tour is going to give you, will be one of your quote unquote sponsors and will give you, you know, X amount of money as a backing. And, you know, I, I think there are programs there now, right? That, that, don't they let you have a draw a five, half like a million? That. It's a half a million, but you like you described it a couple weeks ago. It's a draw. Yeah, you know you're not. You're gonna, paying it back. You're going to retain yeah. your winnings until you get the to, until they collect their five hundred back. Is Dunlap not playing this week? I thought he was. Um, I, I haven't looked at the board. I, I just went through it quickly and I and I didn't find him, but maybe that, I may have overlooked it. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. I would imagine you know his wife has been such a whirlwind the last couple of weeks. Yeah, he's you know, not honestly, playing. He, yeah, he he might be moving out of his apartment That's this true. week from Tuscaloosa. That's a good <laughs> into point. A, into a house that he's bought or about to buy. Hey, you you uh you know of, of all of our guests that are targeted to one sport, I, I think that you have a wide ranging uh, knowledge of other things too. I wanted to talk to you a little bit. Uh, about college athletics and where we're headed with some of the yeah. things that have come down. I don't know what your schedule's like. Do you have time for me to take a quick break or not? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We will find out what's going on up at Capitol Hill from Will Fisher, how you can uh, get it done. You may have a loved one in your life with Valentine's Day approaching that you want to get a fun little extra Valentine's gift for, and Will Fisher can help you out with that with the trail card, and we'll talk to him about what's going on with his favorite college football team and, and the states of Virginia and Tennessee getting together and having a problem uh, with some of the things the NCAA is doing. We'll talk to Will about all of that when we return to the Thursday edition of the Max Roundtable. Hey there, I'm ESPN's Lauren Sisler, and you're listening to the Max Roundtable with Doug on ESPN The Ticket and ESPN 106.7. Earn more on your balances with the Max Elevate Money Market. Enjoy the competitive rate benefits of certificate accounts with no fixed terms and more flexibility. Earn more on your balances and access them anytime. You expect more and Max delivers. 
See our amazing rates at MyMax.com Elevate. Max. Smart money made simple. Federally insured by NCUA. Certain restrictions apply. Are you in need of a relaxing getaway? From manicuring your lawn to planting fields, nothing beats time on a John Deere from SunSouth, making outdoor projects more efficient and enjoyable. And when you test drive any one through three series tractor at SunSouth, we'll give you a free John Deere hat and mug. And did I mention 0% financing on select models? So relax, improve your property, and save at SunSouth. Equipment for those that do. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Expires February 29, 2024. Love is in the air and on the boat. The Harriet II Riverboat, that is. Bring your special someone for a romantic evening and experience the elegance of cruising the Alabama River. Enjoy a delicious dinner while taking in the stunning sights. Dance the night away to the tunes that touch your soul or just sit back and relax. Roses and champagne complete your lover's evening. You have four nights to choose from, February 14th, 15th, 16th, or 17th. Book your Valentine's cruise at funinmontgomery.com. It can get very very cold in central Alabama during the winter months. Don't be left out, I mean, don't be left inside the cold. If your heater isn't heating like it should, call Bill Bradley today at 262-8368. They offer same-day service, seven days a week, for heating, cooling, and plumbing. Call Bill Bradley Services to come fix your home. Bill Bradley, Central Alabama's ring dealer, also offers financing. Alabama certification number 84449. Happy Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day is near, and it's time for you to come up with a great gift. Jenny Lynn's Creations has just what you need to impress your Valentine or special friend. The simple elegance of a dozen roses. Or you can order a basket of fresh-cut flowers. Or a beautiful green plant decorated just right for Valentine's Day. Jenny Lynn Creations is a full-service florist that delivers throughout the Tri-County area. And wire services are also available. Call 285-1000 to order your special Valentine's Day gift today. Don't wait until the last minute. Call Jenny Lynn's 285-1000. Jenny Lynn's Creations, offering you that special floral arrangement for your special Valentine. Tell your Valentine you love her with a special gift from Jenny Lynn. Call Jenny Lynn's today, 285-1000. That's 285-1000. Happy Valentine's Day. Peyton's Place. It's so much more than a meet and threes. What I meant to say is Peyton's Place is Montgomery's best meet and threes for lunch and a dessert menu that'll make my, uh, that's your mouthwater. But Peyton's Place is so much more than that. Go light with a Peyton's Place grilled chicken salad, grilled trip, and some of the area's best sandwiches. Open 11 to 2 Monday through Friday for lunch. Atlanta Highway across from Faulkner. Call for daily menu. 396-3630. Doesn't Peyton's Place for lunch sound good today? It's that time of year again. A boat show here, a boat show there. Don't waste your gas driving all over when you can go to one place, Airport Marine. Shop and check out the new boats by Bass Cat, Icon, Skeeter, Vexus, and more. They offer the largest selection of bass boats, deck boats, pontoons, and pleasure boats. An hour up I-65 at the Shelby County Airport exit. Call Airport Marine at 205-664-0407 or visit online airportmarine.com. 
The 41st Alabama State Games return to Birmingham June 7 through 9 with over 25 team and individual sports for athletes of all ages and abilities. We're excited to announce through a partnership with Perfect Game, softball is returning to the games. Also, brand new sports include 7-on-7 football, rock climbing, and WRPF powerlifting. Registration opens for all sports March 1st, so get ready to win academic scholarships in Alabama's own Olympic-style games. Register at Allagames.com. That's A-L-A-G-A-M-E-S dot com. The Max Roundtable with Doug Amos brought to you by Max Credit Union rolls on. Doug would love to hear from you. Call 334-517-1210. Text 334-313-1170. Or email MRT at ESPNTheTicket.com. you uh, just berate the NCAA uh, from a Tennessee perspective. Uh, talk a little bit about what folks that want to maybe get that extra little gift for Valentine's Day can uh, accomplish by getting the trail card. Yeah, they absolutely. You know, trail card's 50 bucks, but uh, you're going to get uh, discounts on your golf, green fee car fees, anywhere from 50 to 60% off depending on when you play. Um, and, uh, and then you, you're going to earn, have, you know, you're going to be earning trail card reward points as well. Um, and those reward points are good to be cashed in for a free round of golf. Um, you know, and so those are some tremendous benefits, you know, outside of the golf, you're also going to save on merchandise in the golf shop and food and beverage in the dining room. Um, and, you know, for example, right now, you know, we go through this, you know, every year in February and January, but, we uh, have just received in the last couple of days about uh, 10 boxes of shirts that we're you know, in the process of putting out on the floor now. So a lot of new golf shirts are coming out onto the floor as we speak and uh, some new jackets just to kind of finish off the, the last little bit of the, of the cool season. We've got some uh, pullovers and lightweight stuff as well. So, um, and, it, you know, this is the time that if you've got somebody you're looking to buy a good Valentine's gift for, um, that plays golf, um, come see us because there is a plenty of, of stuff to choose from. And um, and then, you know, here in the next uh, couple of weeks, Doug, we're going to really start kicking off a series of demo days that we're going to go through. And uh, we'll be doing that with Callaway and TaylorMade pretty much primarily. Um, but we will have other vendors here between Cobra, Mizuno, Ping um, as well. So what's the date? What's the date stuff. of that event that I'm supposed to be out there with you for? Yeah, March March the 20th. We've um, TaylorMade has bought a couple of, of Sprinter vans and they're sending them around the country, and they um, fit you for your club and they build it right there, just like a tour guide. So if a guy goes to goes to the waste management this week and he's not real happy with his driver and he wants to get a different driver or have something changed or the shaft change, a tour guy can literally walk up to a truck. It's got a big trailer that opens up. They walk in. They tell the guys that are working the trailer, here's what I need. Here's what I'm seeing. I want this. I don't want it to cut. I want it to draw, whatever. And those guys make those changes for those tour players right on the spot. They put it, they glue it, whatever they're changing, and uh, send the players out. In five minutes, you can go play with the club. We're going to have that same experience here with TaylorMade on March the 20th. Um, and so, like, you know, describe a, what that is. Like, could I literally come out there and buy a whole set of clubs and it'd be ready in an hour? 
You or is it just going to be an individual like a, a wedge or a new driver or, you know, a, a one club per dude kind of thing? Well, they can get as many clubs as they want. What they will build on site, um, because saddle irons are hard to build with lie and loft, um, and you, then that being changed and edited. True. Um, also, swing weights change in, lie, in, the, in sets of irons, and that's hard to do. So what these guys are going to do are going to be woods, so driver, three wood, five wood, you know, hybrids and wedges uh, are what they're going to be building right here. But if you come and get fit for the entire bag, you know, they'll order it. It'll go into their system right then on that day for your set of irons um, or your putter, and then that will be shipped, and you, you know, generally get that within about 10 business days. That is cool. So that's going to be a Wednesday, I think. Uh, March 20, Bill, we need to make sure that's on the schedule because I need to put it on the calendar out front. Uh, we hardly ever have anything on a Wednesday. I'm hoping that we don't have anything on a March 20. Uh, Bill's going to let me know. Uh, we're right. good. We're good to be out there. I'll be out there doing the show, and uh, that'll be fun, man. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, we're gonna be we're gonna be doing this from ten to four on that day. So I probably need show. to be outside if it's not freezing cold. If you can run me power out there to the we, driving range, we absolutely can get you uh, to where you are outside, and uh, that won't be a problem at all. And uh, I think you will enjoy being able to not only see and watch the fitting process go on, but um, I want you to experience that as well for yourself. And, um, and and just you know Absolutely. be able to yeah and just be able to kind of experience that deal. It's it's such a unique opportunity. They don't come around often. And then um, you know I've got a, Mr. Beverly and Dr. Bronner and and our team have been working on um, some exciting news. But we'll have that um, in in the next couple of weeks where I can share that with awesome. you. But it involves our golf academy, um, and we are uh, elevating Capitol Hill. Uh, to going to be one of the um, industry-leading uh, you know, spots to come and get your lessons, get fit for equipment, everything. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're going to be along in the same lines of, of your major uh, spots. Sea Island awesome. is, a, is a great example. So, been there. Uh, we'll be. Yeah, we're going to be. It's a phenomenal place, and you know, we're going to be right there with those guys in being able to compete from an academy standpoint. Uh, fitting standpoint, all that. So we'll have some more information on that in a couple of weeks. But a lot of great, great things are happening out at Capitol Hill. And um, and the best part, you know, that I've always said about the RSA and Dr. Bronner is that they are constantly reinvesting in their assets to make sure that they are some of the best in the country. No doubt. All right, give me your quick thoughts uh, about, obviously, the, the uh, temporary restraining order was not issued, but it's going to be from what the judge had to say. We're not far away from the day when you can use, uh, when you can recruit uh, legally and out front for everybody to see with money and with with deals uh, for prospective athletes. When you combine that with also the feel that open transfer markets, meaning not just one, but as many times as you want to, uh, I just wonder what's next for us with college athletics. Yeah, I think uh, I think the fact that you saw. Uh the quarterback Carson Beck from Georgia by a uh, Lamborghini, I believe, is what he bought uh, this this past week or first part of this week. Um, just goes to show you what what we're talking about with the amount of money that's being floated around in college athletics. 
you know, whether you like it or love it, you know, and, and some people don't like it, and I certainly understand that aspect. Um, I'm not, you know, a fan of, of some of the things from the portal side that they're doing, but um, but paying these guys, I think it's I'm fine with that. I support that. Um, you know, they have been the ones that are driving the revenue dollars that these schools and coaches and presidents have been getting rich off of. So for them to get a cut of the action is, I think, fair. But uh, I think this is going to signal the end of the NCAA. The other, the other co- court case that you and I have talked about in the past that I want to remind people of is there is a, there is a case where a university's athletes are trying to unionize. Yeah, Dartmouth, a Dartmouth case, and or one of that's one of the cases, and they, that yep. apparently that door is now open. That's correct, and if that happens, and that looks like it's going to, um, the NCAA will will, and it's and it's the way we know it today will be dead. Um, it will be the end of that, um, and and I think when that happens, Doug, I think that allows um, the the really well off and financially secure schools are going to partner together and they are going to be the ones running college sports. It will be um, literally an NFC and AFC like you have in the NFL and they will be completely opposite of each other, be independent of each other, I should say. And uh, I believe that that's what you're going to see. And, you know, like it or love it, I think that's where it's headed. And, um, you know, and some of this, again, I blame, I put a lot of the blame, 90% or so of the blame on the NCAA when they've had the opportunity to get out in front of this in the last decade or two or even three, they just stuck their head in the sand and said, no, we're going to be able to beat you in court. We're going to get the antitrust exemption. They never got that. And, um, and by sticking your head in the sand, you've just allowed the, you know, other things to come along and give them the opportunities. And you've been clobbered in court by athletes and the, and the schools. And I, I think Tennessee and, uh, and and the state of Virginia are going to, you know, when that case really does come to fruition, if it does, if it actually gets into the court systems, I think it's going to be they're going to get clobbered on that as well. Yeah, it kind of reminds you of the PGA Tour a little bit now that you mention it. Hey, man, yeah. uh, always a pleasure. How do people track you guys down up there in Prattville? Yeah, they can check us out on the web at rtjgolf.com slash Capitol Hill. You can see tee times and more information there. Or you can always call us here in the golf shop. We'd be glad to talk to you. And then give us a call at 334-285-1114. You the man, buddy. We appreciate you. Thanks, Doug. You guys have a great weekend. You do the same, Will. Hey, folks, mark it down. In about 10 minutes, a little less than 10, we're going to welcome in Montgomery's own Buddy McClinton. Buddy was a part of the class of 2006 of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. He is David's father. He is the McClinton twins' grandfather, Weber and Walker. You know all about him. You heard us talk about those two dudes on the scoreboard show all year and through doing all of our high school coverage that we do do here uh, at ESPN The Ticket. Buddy's going to join me on the air at the start of the 1 o'clock hour. Uh, Just yesterday, uh, his son had a big day over there at Trinity. He has signed to play football at South Alabama. We were planning on being there uh for that show doing a show there but had some personal things uh that prevented me from doing that but we're going to kind of let the you know the 
patriarch of the McClinton family, David's dad, uh, and those McClinton boys, uh, Weber and Walker's granddad. We're going to talk to him about a lot of things. One, about how neat it is to see uh, his children follow in his footsteps, playing uh, collegiate football or his child and now his grandchildren. We'll also talk to him about the state of college athletics. We'll talk to him about uh, being in the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. We're also going to talk to him about remembering Terry Beasley. He knew Terry Beasley quite well. And we'll reminisce a little with BMAC when we return. For all of our listeners in Auburn, let all you, uh, all your Auburn buddies realize that an Auburn legend is going to be joining us right after the top of the hour. A couple of other things that you need to know about. We got our Super Bowl contest. It's up and running. I know you got the, the deal with the basketball game last night out of the way here's what you've got to send me via text or via call and that is who you think wins sunday super bowl what the score you think is going to be and how many passing yards patrick mahomes has in the game thanks to mike vinson and adams drugs 150 dollars cash to the winner and a 25 dollar gift card to mellow mushroom for the runner-up. I've already told you about the winners of the Alabama-Auburn basketball game. 99-81 was the final score. Kevin Russell was the closest. He won the $150. I've already Venmoed that to him. And the second-place finisher, Larry Bennett, Larry Bennett was the second-place finisher in that contest. Larry, if you know Larry, get him in touch with Bill Edmondson, 334-517-1210, and we will get him his Mellow Mushroom gift card. Stick around. More coming your way as we get to Hour 3 of the Max Roundtable. After I tell you about Carol's Carpet Flooring America, located in Prattville and Montgomery, most recommended flooring store in the River Region. You already knew that. But get by and learn for yourself why friends send their friends there, why everybody recommends it. It's because it's a family-owned business that takes pride in making sure your experience, whether it be for flooring or for countertop, is a good one with a great price, a great product, great service, unmatched service, and unmatched warranties for the products you get. Carol's Carpet Flooring America, right there on Cobbs Ford Road in Prattville, right down the road from us on the Northern Boulevard before you get to the Wetumpka Highway here in Montgomery. They're our longest-running partner on the Max Roundtable. Buddy Mac, Buddy McClinton, joins us when we begin Hour 3 right after this on the Thursday edition of the Max Roundtable. This is Mike Greenberg, and you're listening to the Max Roundtable with Doug on ESPN The Ticket in the River Region and on ESPN 106.7 in Auburn, Opelika. Earn more on your balances with the Max Elevate Money Market. Enjoy the competitive rate benefits of certificate accounts with no fixed terms and more flexibility. Earn more on your balances and access them anytime. You expect more and Max delivers. See our amazing rates at MyMax.com Elevate. Max, smart money made simple. Federally insured by NCUA. Certain restrictions apply. 107.5 is W298BC Montgomery, ESPN The Ticket. I'm Gordon Stone and it's a pleasure to speak with you today as the mayor of the town of Pike Road. 
It's an honor for me to share with you one of the things that makes our community so special, the Town of Pike Road's mission statement. It is maintain character while planning for progress. This means that while the Town of Pike Road has experienced tremendous growth over the last two decades, strategic planning and citizen input allow us to grow without compromising the charm and essence of the historic communities within our town. We call this the Pike Road Town Center model, and it focuses on the unique opportunities in every area of our community. We have three town centers that feature schools, from the Waters to the Mount Meg's Mary area to the historic town center. We also feature an agriculture, recreation, and performing arts park in the Trotman Road area. By investing in and engaging every part of Pike Road, we encourage the connectivity and hospitality that has always made our town such a special place. Come see us in the town of Pike Road and experience what it means to maintain our character as we plan for and experience progress. Welcome home. When it comes to waste removal, you get the best when you choose JB and the team at Jettison Environmental. When you call, a real person will answer the phone, ready to assist you. Jettison Environmental is your local source for affordable dumpster service, construction roll-offs, compactors, portable toilets, and even a convenient CND landfill. You can trust them for timely delivery and pickup. Call 334-301-4414 to schedule your waste removal services. You can also visit them online at jettisonenvironmental.com. The Capo, which is Italian for boss, is Five Point Deli and Grill's Burger of the Month. When I asked Eric what's on it, he said, stuff. And I told him he needed to be a little bit more specific for this commercial. He said, okay, it's a half-pound burger grilled in a butter and grilled brioche bun. Thick-cut bacon. Their house ham sliced thin, smoked, and grilled on the flat top. Two slices of melted provolone cheese, zesty Italian pepper with olive spread. Now I know why Eric just said stuff. But that stuff sure sounds good. Five Points Deli and Grill in Old Cloverdale. Did you see that fumble? Okay, I found a recipe for apple crumble. Do you want me to continue? No. Step one, take four apples and cut them into slices. I don't know how to do that. Okay, calling dad. There's enough artificial in the world. Hello? Hello? Michelob Ultra. No artificial colors or flavors. Superior light beer. Wiley Sanders isn't just family-owned, but is also God and family-oriented. As a trucking company built by truck drivers, they know that faith, family, and drivers are the key to success. When you work with Wiley Sanders Truck Lines, you receive a $1,000 sign-on bonus, competitive pay based on experience, Blue Cross Blue Shield, 401k, and more. Call now, 855-777-9785, or 24-hour calling, 334-372-5049. Experience the camaraderie by driving for Wiley Sanders. February is made for love, and Larry Puckett Chevrolet would love to thank you for helping make January a great month, and they intend to make February even bigger. Now, you may be asking yourself, how do they intend to do that? Easy. It's by offering the lowest car and truck prices in Central Alabama. New 2024 models, cars, trucks, and SUVs are arriving daily. They even have some new 2023 models that they are giving year-end, year-begins deals. Larry Puckett needs used cars and trucks so whether you have a trade-in or just an extra car you want to sell bring it to larry puckett chevrolet and get a great offer you'll love the prices you'll love the selection you'll love the service you'll love the financing and you'll love your buying experience so much you'll want to tell your neighbors that's why for umpteen years larry puckett's customers have been doing the talking larry puckett chevrolet Cobbs ford road in prattville before you stop by you can shop them online at larrypuckett.com 
Central Alabama's best sports can be heard on WTXK, Pike Road, Montgomery, ESPN, The Ticket. Time now for Hour 3 of the Max Roundtable with Doug Amos. Brought to you by Max Credit Union on ESPN The Ticket in the River Region and on ESPN 1067 in Auburn, Opelika. To talk sports, call 334-517-1210 or send him a message into the Pig Enterprises text box at 334-313-1170. Enjoy today's final hour at the Roundtable. Brought to you by Max Credit Union with locations in the River region auburn and opelika max smart money made simple welcome back everybody hour three as we begin i welcome in a guy that's been a lifelong friend of mine and that dates us a little bit but uh he is the patriarch of one of the most successful families we have in the river region he is bmac we call him buddy mcclinton class of 2006 in the alabama sports hall of fame and i remember when all that was going down i actually met with him about that nobody deserved it any more than the two-time all-american not only was he great on the field great off of it as well an academic all sec guy too buddy how are you man how you been? Are you still working, or are you letting David carry in the mail over there well, at the company? You're very kind, Doug. I am. Uh, I am still working, although David is definitely carrying the mail. There you go. And uh, you guys, absolutely. I just can't imagine what yesterday must have meant to you as a grandfather, and to David as a dad, and Jenny as a mom. To have your whole family. I mean. You know, to see David and Jenny up there with with their daughter and then uh, not just Weber, but Walker there when we knew that that Weber was going to be extending his football career down at South Alabama. What that mean to you uh, to see that type of uh, situation and 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 fun event for your family? Well, obviously, it was very special, special for David and Jenny, and extremely special for for Weber. Uh, just uh, a time that uh, you know you'll never forget. Uh, it's something that you want, uh, you know, for your for your grandson if that's what he wants. And and clearly, uh, Weber really, really wants to play college football. So I was excited for him. All right, so I need to, and I'm not trying to put you in a bad spot, but I saw him play a lot. And uh, one guy that certainly helped Weber become the guy that he became as a receiver, and I know that's the position he's going to play at South, was his brother, uh, Walker. It, it, does he care to, to continue his playing career, or is he going to look in another direction? Well, candidly, uh, I think Walker would have liked to have played uh, at a certain level, uh, but but the problem was it was only really the much smaller schools uh, – that were looking uh, at him all because of his size wasn't because of his arm because you saw him play I mean he could throw the ball yeah. 50 55 yards on a on a bullet uh, but he's five foot eleven and and in in college today uh, if you're not six two six three or, or taller they don't even really give you the time of day so uh, he he had some chances to play at some smaller schools uh, but that's not really what he wanted to do so uh, he's decided that uh, he's just going to go to Auburn and be a student and which I'm happy for him. 
And uh, I'm assuming uh, the other son, the other grandson you have is enjoying his time up there and uh, I think is going to be a factor up there before he's done. Yeah, I really am excited for Mac. Uh, you know, Mac uh, was a redshirt freshman, you know, this year, and so you know he's he's got two years under his belt. Uh, he loves Coach Freeze and the staff that Coach Freeze has put together. He's really, really excited about Coach McGriff coming back, and also new Coach Charles Kelly coming in. Uh, those will be the two secondary coaches that Mac will be, you know, working out and playing for. And he really feels like both of those guys are just great, great, great uh, coaches and great additions, and he's excited about hoping to get a chance to play for them. All right, so I need you to be honest with me here. I know what kind of athlete you are. Did, did these kids get all of this from you, or did that beautiful bride of yours have something to do with it? Because uh, you've got an athletic family, my friend. Well, let me say this. Praise the Lord. Uh, the the boys got their looks from their mother uh, and their grandmother. So Sissy and Jenny, that's where all the looks came from. I hope David and I contributed a little bit on yes. the athletic side. Uh, and just congrats to the family, uh, B-Mac. I know, what, and I just broke my heart. I wasn't able to be there. Hope you all have forgiven me for that over the last 24 hours because I certainly wanted to be there. Uh, I've been there for a lot of things that have happened for your boys. Uh, Mac, uh, Weber, and Walker, um, and I appreciate the relationship. I see David a lot. Don't get to see you that much, but I sure thought of you over the last couple of weeks when the news came down of Terry Beasley's passing. Um, you know, he uh, another Auburn legend and a guy that I think y'all's paths crossed for at least a year uh, at Auburn. Just talk about the guy uh, off the field and on the field, as you know, the late, great Terry Beasley. Well, candidly, uh, uh, Doug, as you as you know, that the listeners may not know, we we go way way back. We yeah. both were at Robert E. Lee High School together. Terry was a sophomore my senior year, but back then uh, they did not really let tenth graders uh, play on the varsity. It was what referred to back then was was the B team, and and the and the tenth graders played on the B team, and they had a you know whole schedule to themselves. And likewise, when we both went to Auburn, yeah. uh, back then freshmen were not eligible, so freshmen played on the freshman team and so uh, Terry was a freshman my junior year but then we got to play together his sophomore year and my senior year and that was just a, a true joy because I was crazy about Terry we were very close personal friends we had grown up together I had known him all his life I had known his older brothers that I looked up to they were they were playing at Robert E. Lee High School uh, you know when I was growing up and in junior high school so I knew the, the Beasley family extremely well uh, but, but Terry uh, uh, was just he was so ahead of his time he was truly one of the if not the best wide receiver that I ever tried to cover and I say tried because uh, playing against him in practice uh, he certainly was almost uncoverable well and if that comes from an all-american and a guy that's in the the sports hall of fame then I'm buying it um, did, did you literally know as a salt when he was a sophomore and you were a senior the, the where you th or did he even exceed where you thought he could be? Because I, I just can't really promote Pat Sullivan without saying Terry Beasley's name. Quite frankly, 
Well, and they're both they're both true legends. And Pat was an absolutely fantastic quarterback. But but you name me a, a great quarterback uh, at any school, whether it's Auburn, Alabama, Texas, that did not have a great or great receivers. Amen. Uh, you cannot be a great quarterback without great receivers. And clearly, they help make each other uh, truly, truly legends. But yeah, I knew I, I knew uh, when Terry was a freshman, uh, sitting there watching him at, at practice, uh, that he. He was going to be a, uh, not only a starter as a sophomore for the varsity, but I couldn't wait to, to play with him because I knew he was going to break some games wide open for us. But but he did not exceed my expectations. He met them all because I knew he was going to be really, really good. When you spend you know all year long guarding somebody or trying to guard somebody and cover like Perry, I mean, when we got the ball games, I mean, it was a piece of cake. We never faced anybody that was anywhere close to Terry's skills. And, of course, Pat's the same way. So uh, just a quick example, we played Florida, who was ranked undefeated and ranked number four in the nation our senior year. Uh, they had a great passing tandem of John Rees and Carlos Alvarez. Everybody's talking about how how great they were and that they were leading the nation in pass offense and receptions and yardage. And I think we beat them 37-7, intercepted nine passes. How many did you get that day? Uh, Three. Uh Uh, But John Rees and Carlos Alvarez, they were nothing compared to Pat and Terry. So we've been covering Pat and Terry every day at practice. When we got to the game, we were ready for them. Isn't it true, and then I, I want to dig a little deeper with your relationship with Terry. Isn't it true, though, and you mentioned there's never been a great quarterback without a great receiver, but that's probably flip, too, right? There's never really been a great receiver without a really good to great quarterback. And, and just to send it back to current time, I think that's why Weber and Walker were so good. Each complimented the other. Oh, there's no question about it. And and, and let me say this, uh, Walker made a lot of other uh, kids really, really good, too. He threw a lot of touchdown passes to to folks other than just Weber. But let me say that they had a chemistry that was just – it's like Walker knew where Weber was going to be. And he'd have his eyes on one side of the field and turn back and just without hardly even looking and release the ball, expecting that Weber – would have run open, and and most of the time he did. But but they had a, a great chemistry, and that started back in in uh, in YMCA youth football uh, when Adam Sanders and David uh, coached them uh, in in Y football. I mean, it's always been that way, and it's uh, it was a lot of fun to to watch over all those years. And that's kind of the, a great transition to talk about Terry and and. Um, Pat, uh, I mean, they too had that same chemistry, did they not? Uh, uh, they really did. They really did, and and uh, of course, theirs was was uh, uh, acquired once they got to Auburn together. But it was just, you know, like peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I mean, they just fit. I mean, it just it worked great for both of them. And then, you know, getting to, to play, you know, all the years like that together, it, it was special. Well, let's talk about part of the, the Terry Beasley deal. And then I want to get into, you know, careers getting cut short by, by the concussion problems that Terry had. But prior to that, you did get to cover him in practice when you were a senior and an All-American a two-time All-SEC dude. What was it about the ability to contort his body? I literally have never seen another receiver 
that could do what Terry Beasley could do when a pass was dropping in over his head. I mean, the the catches that he made every week made the Willie Mays over the over the head catch look ordinary. I mean, some of the things Beasley did. He did that at practice all week long. So it was it wasn't it wasn't just in the games, uh, Doug. He he did that every day at practice. Terry was extremely strong. He was he was a, a really stocky built. He was about five ten, five eleven, and about one eighty, one eighty five. Fast as lightning, but his hands were incredibly strong, and he had unbelievable balance. And he could, as you said, lean out one way and then contort his body back the other way if the pass didn't happen to be right on the money, or if the only place Pat could throw the pass to have it completed was you know was back outside over his shoulder. He could whip around and get there, and if he got his hands on it, it was caught. I don't know how many concussions he had, B Mac, but there were a lot. Uh, yeah, at he, he had he had he had he had a number when we were there. Uh, Doug at Auburn, and uh, I, I may have shared that story with you uh, when he was a sophomore. He already had a two or three as on the freshman team, and and uh, he got the first bubble helmet. Uh, that Rydell ever made. Wow. Uh, and, and, of course, we were all so jealous. Back then they referred to it as a soft head. People who got concussions, you know, easier. Yeah. Uh, w- w- they had a soft head, and he got that first bubble helmet. And we were all so jealous. We all wanted what they cost a fortune. So, you know, they only made a couple of them. Uh, but that really, really helped him uh, college-wise. Uh, but even still, he still had several in college. And, and one of the reasons was is because Terry, Terry wouldn't back down from anybody. Terry, Terry thought he could run over and through anybody. Where it was a linebacker on a crossing pattern, uh, he was fearless. I mean, he was. And you got to remember back then, Doug. You know, and me playing defensive back and safety. I mean. We could level them when they came across that. Yeah, there, there was no, there was there was none of these penalties that they have now that they get you. <laughs> I, I don't think I would have been able to play in today's rules, but, <laughs> but you know they there was there was there was no penalty for spearing people when they came across that middle. And, of course, that's how you used to stop them from coming across the middle. Uh, and, and, and Terry was fearless. He'd go right through them, and, you know, and he created a lot of contact. Uh, and bless his heart, it just all caught up with him finally when he was with the 49ers. Having played in that era of Auburn football, buddy, uh, how, how sad was it when – Finally, both are together again in heaven. Uh, I believe great things happen in heaven, and uh, I believe they're having a blast up there together. But they're no longer with us here, and I, I'm thinking it had to impact guys like you. Yeah, and and uh, and especially you know having known Terry, you know most of my life, uh, it, I have have followed his his. Uh, his medical situation over all the years, and it, it's just been heartbreaking uh, because everything that I've heard and read, he has been in a in an un, unlimited amount of pain yes. for, for many, 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 many years. And I don't certainly know any of the circumstances surrounding his passing, and I'm certainly not going to speculate on it. But I, I just know now. I pray he's in a, a much better place, and I, I think he and Pat are probably paying 
throwing a ball around right now. They need a defensive back in about 30 more years to uh, make it a fun game up there. And uh, but, but before I do let you go, I, one thing I do know you're aware of when it comes to Terry Beasley is his heart and how he would absolutely be there to help anybody that needed help uh, in, in any fashion, kind of like the McClinton family. But Terry had that reputation, did he not, B-Mac? He, he really did. And Terry, Terry, Terry's the kind of friend that you wanted, uh, whether it was on the football field or in a dark alley. I mean, he was a fighter, <laughs> and he was tough. But he was very, he was very, if you were his friend, I mean, you were a friend for life. And uh, uh, I think that came from his family upbringing. You know, he's from a big family and, and, and all boys. And, and uh, I mean, I, I think he always had to scrap. You know, he, he wasn't quite the youngest, but he was one of the younger ones. That he had to scrap for everything he got. Uh, and I think that made him really, really want to share when he had the opportunity to share. B-Mac, how are you and David and Mac handling the fact that for the first time at a collegiate level, you, you you have a guy playing on the other side of the ball, man. That has to be weird. Yeah, and, you know, honestly, uh, Mac had that same opportunity, and he just, you know, because he was really, really a, a well of a uh, high school receiver, as you know, to, as well as a defensive back. Uh, but but Mac chose the defensive side when he got to Auburn. Uh, but but uh, South Alabama really wanted him, uh, Weber, to be a receiver. And, and, and of course, he loves receiving. Uh, he loves defense, too. Uh, but uh, And he certainly excelled at both of them. But uh, I, I really think in the, in the age and stage of, of college football today, I think he has a really, really bright future at receiver. He's got great hands. He's got great speed. Uh, he really, really runs great patterns. And, uh, and he can separate. You know, once he gets up to full speed, he can, he can turn it on. From a guy that was cheering on players like Sullivan and Beasley and Musso growing up uh, and and just was passionate about the sport, watching you guys play. Uh, buddy, tell me in, you know, as short or as long as you want to take, where you think the state of college football is today with everything that's happening. Uh, I'm just curious as to what a, uh, you know, a legacy type player uh, feels about the state of the sport. Well, I'll be very candid with you, Greg. I mean, Doug, I am, I am, uh, I am very uh, disappointed uh, with the way this NIL, this name, image, and likeness, has uh, has taken a, a life of its own. Uh, I am totally and completely for the athletes getting a stipend. I, I, I've been for that for many, many, many years. Uh, the NCAA had an opportunity many years ago. To, to take care of this and fix it, but for whatever reason, they chose not to. Uh, I mean, they could have easily come up with a, a number, and I, whether the number is, you know, $1,500 a month or $2,000 a month or whatever, and everybody got the exact same thing, they could have fixed this so many years ago. They chose not to, and I, I don't really know why. Uh, and now you've got a situation where the money it is so insane, and I know you see some of the numbers that I see, and I just read an article just a day or two ago where they interviewed uh, 15 guys from the uh, All-America football game in San Antonio, Texas. Yeah. They interviewed 15, four- and, and five-star guys, and the amount of money that these – and, of course, they did it anonymously, so nobody would be in uh, – uh, 
nobody would know exactly who was getting what. But you're talking about three, four, five hundred thousand dollars. A couple of the guys, a million dollars. I mean, this is just so completely out of hand. And the thing that really concerns me about it is I'm fearful, and I can see it already that it's going to affect team unity because you're going to have a lot of people on a team that, hey, you know, I'm just as good as, as Doug or I'm just as good as Buddy, you know, and he's getting twice as much as I am or, you know, I'm 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 playing, I'm a starter, and this guy over here on the bench is getting more NIL than I am. I, I just see it really disrupting the team concept. I really do, and I hate that. I mean, it ought to be uniform. All of the kids, whatever the number is, ought to get the same amount of money, and I'm totally for them getting something, but it should be uniform. Uh, the other big issue I have is the transfer portal. I mean, that this thing where kids can just literally transfer, you know, every other year, I just think that's totally wrong. <coughs> Excuse me, Doug. You're it, good. Hurts the coaches. Uh, how do you how do you discipline a kid? How do you how do you push a kid hard when the next thing you know he gets his nose out of joint and he goes into the transfer portal? Or because he doesn't make first team and he's only second team uh, because he is a player that needs a little more development and you know and 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 a lot of us need another year or two to develop once we get to college. Everybody's not ready to play right away, and then boom, they're off and gone to another school just because they they weren't starters right away. I just I just really really don't like where I see college football today because of the name, image, and likeness, money situation, and the transfer portal allowing these kids to just continue to transfer without sitting out in any penalty whatsoever. And, buddy, now we're seeing coaches actually leave great college jobs to go take coordinator positions in the NFL because as Nick Saban said about a month ago the 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 quality of life and quality of time needed is now better at the NFL level than it is in college absolutely and let me say this recruiting has always been a a tough tough issue for college coaches coaches because it takes so much of their time and effort but now with the NIL and the transfer portal it is really a very, very, very difficult job to be a college football coach. And I think you're going to see more and more really good coaches go to the NFL because of it. And, and I certainly uh, don't know what Coach Saban's uh, – decision makers were that that when he finally decided to call it quits but i could surmise that this had probably a lot to do with it because that's just not his style montgomery's own buddy mcclinton class of 2006 in the alabama sports hall of fame nine interceptions one season 18 as a career he only got to play three years of varsity football he's been a lifelong friend very appreciative of your time give sissy and the kids my love and let's do it again sometime soon my friend i will doug and thanks for all you do for for all the high school kids around here it's most appreciated and i appreciate those kind words buddy take care see you doug you bet buddy mcclinton uh literally Old 27, David wore 27 at Auburn, too. Uh, I have nightmares, I think, because the McClintons know which team uh, that I uh, tend to follow. And, uh, boy, could that man play some college football. Buddy McClinton, uh, a dear, dear friend. We'll take a break. We're back with more right after this. This is ESPN's Laura Rutledge, and you're listening to the Max Roundtable on ESPN, The Ticket, and ESPN 106.7. 
The thoughts and opinions of the host of the Max Roundtable do not necessarily represent those of Max Credit Union or other sponsors. Earn more on your balances with the Max Elevate Money Market. Enjoy the competitive rate benefits of certificate accounts with no fixed terms and more flexibility. Earn more on your balances and access them anytime. You expect more and Max delivers. See our amazing rates at MyMax.com Elevate. Max. Smart money made simple. Federally insured by NCUA. Certain restrictions apply. For the past 65 years, there's only been one race where a legend can cement his legacy. Jimmy Johnson's going to win the Daytona 500. Or an underdog can experience a career-defining moment. Finally, Michael Waltrip is going to win, winning the Daytona 500. Who will experience that this year? The 66th running of the Daytona 500, February 18th. Your station for NASCAR in the River Region is ESPN, the ticket. Robert Pig with Pig Enterprises. Over two decades ago, when my dad had the wild idea to get into the car business, I never would have imagined being part of a multi-generational family business specializing in pre-owned vehicles. That's probably because I've heard every used car salesman joke you have, and who would want that? Neither did he. That's exactly why he started Pig Enterprises and why our family continues to do what we do today. We understand how awful car buying can be. We understand it can be stressful and overwhelming. We understand it's a big investment. This is exactly why we do the things we do completely different than the other guys. You'll be treated like family. Your money and time will be valued. You'll receive a top quality vehicle backed by our name and our free three-month, 3,000-mile pig certified warranty. There is a reason why we have repeatedly been named Dealer Raider Dealer of the Year for the state of Alabama. Come see for yourself. Come to Pig Enterprises and get a squeal of a deal. to the lake, haul in a camper, whatever your adventure, trust Basil's Truck and Camper to help you haul your toys. The state's only draw-tight hitch pro, Basil's can install hitches, camper shells, and truck accessories. Whether you need a fifth wheel hitch or a B&W gooseneck hitch, Basil's Truck and Camper stands ready to hook you up. Basil's is home for rock solid, the best in enclosed trailers. Visit Montgomery's most trusted dealer, see their hitches, camper shells, trailers, truck accessories, and more by visiting 507 Northeastern Boulevard. 
or cruise by basilstc.com. This is Johnny from Sinclair's from Vaughn Road. We've been in business almost 30 years. Sinclair's East, Vaughn at Taylor. I think if you hadn't tried us, you should give us a try. We've got a great menu, offered anything from chicken fingers, wings, salads, fajitas. At lunchtime, we do great country lunch with different vegetables and different meats every day. Sinclair's, where you get great sandwiches and our daily meat and three special at lunch, two great pasta, chicken, steaks, and seafood for dinner. Our most popular items are we got a soup called she crab soup, which is extremely popular. We've got a bunch of pasta dishes, which people love. Mediterranean chicken is my favorite. Sinclair's. We do live music, light stuff on Wednesdays and Thursdays, and then on Fridays and Saturdays, maybe three-piece bands or four-piece bands. Come see why Sinclair's has seen lesser restaurants come and go over the years. Johnny Sullivan Sinclair's at the corner of Vaughn and Taylor. Find them on Facebook at Sinclair's East. Google search Sinclair's Restaurant. Sinclair's. Welcome back to the Max Roundtable with Doug Amos. Brought to you by Max Credit Union. Get in touch one of three ways. Call 334-517-1210. Text 334-313-1170. Or email mrt at espntheticket.com. been promising you for two and a half hours now. Auburn wins last night 99-81 over Alabama and as predicted it really didn't change anything much in Ken Palm or the net rankings. Uh, I believe tomorrow when we come on the air and we have the newest bracketology to talk about, I have a feeling that Alabama will drop one line and Auburn will move up one line. Uh, In the one that was released Tuesday, Alabama was a three seed, Auburn was a four. I fully expect and will be kind of surprised if tomorrow morning Auburn's not a three and Alabama's a four. We'll see how it plays out, both with tough road games on Saturday. Saturday, Auburn at Florida, Alabama at LSU. All right, here's Bruce Pearl after the big Auburn win last night. Um, they got a great team. They're really, really hard preparation. Um, our coaching staff and preparation, we, we have more discussions and debates about if we do this, they'll do that. If we cover it this way, then they'll do that. And... Um, you know, that's what makes them so good offensively and such a dangerous team. Um, we had an advantage on the inside, obviously, with Jalen Williams and Janai Broom, and um, we got that ball. We, we, we were able to handle any of their perimeter pressure and be able to get the ball in a certain situation where we could get it tight catches, and then they'd obviously just fouled us. You know, it wasn't, wasn't, uh, we took advantage of that. And, um, you know, again, defensively, um, I thought the, I thought kids did a phenomenal job with a very, very difficult scout. And I thought our coaches did an outstanding job uh, you know, in the preparation. Um, I felt like going in, this game was clearly the biggest regular season game we've had this year because if Alabama gets this one, they're two games up on us and we're not probably not in the championship race. And we'd like to still be in it. And so we put ourselves in a position where, you know, at least we're still in it. Um, crowd was amazing. The environment was tremendous. ESPN goes to a lot of, a lot of great buildings, a lot of sellout crowds. This place is different. Johnny. 
Hey, Coach, uh, I know he was honored for 1,000 career points. Jalen Williams has a career-high 26. I mean, he only did it with one three. Can you just talk about how efficient he was all night? Well, he is, um, you know, uh, great with his back to the basket. Both he and Janai uh, are able to score you know, over that right shoulder, left hand. It's, there's no special scouting report on it. They just they can. And I thought we ran good action to get them guys close touches. Um, and they were both you know, able to score through contact. And, um, Jalen is, they're both very unique because we were, we were able to switch and, and guard Alabama's guards with our bigs. And then our guards did a decent enough job of not getting overwhelmed by their by their athletes and when we switched out. So, um, you know, I thought the fact that we only turned the ball over five times too and got the ball where we wanted to get it was, was really, really important. Aria? Coach, the way that Trey was able to command the ball tonight and be a leader on the court, how have you seen his confidence grow in the past couple of games? He obviously, uh, the road trip to Mississippi State to Alabama, uh, Jalen didn't play very well. He recognizes that he's one of our best players and he's one of the better players in the league. And so if we're going to if we're gonna win, he, he's got to be able to deliver. And um, and I think, you know, he really has. He's kept his focus and he's got, he's got such a great, both Janai and Dylan, both Janai and Jay Will have got that inside-out dimension, offensively and defensively. They can guard inside, they can guard the perimeter, they can score inside, they can score in the perimeter. And they're good passers. I did, I did, at the beginning of the year, I did talk about the fact that I thought we had a pretty good front line. I one probably, if we looked me up, would say, I think, I think we have one of the better front lines in our league. I think I said that. Um, didn't get a lot of talk about it. I think Jalen Williams and Janai Broom could get some discussions about front lines in the country right now. All right, Ferg and then Matt Cohen, and then we'll get to the side of the room. Bruce, what did you think the difference was for y'all defensively in this game compared to the first half y'all had, especially that first half y'all had in Tuscaloosa? Well, I mean, they made some really, really tough shots, and, and it was it was more than Sears, you know. Um, you know, Griffin made... He made four. He made four again tonight. Plays well against us all the time. Um, and, um, you know, Reitzel made, made three or four uh, at Alabama. And uh, so, I mean, I thought we did a better job keeping bodies on bodies, not getting overwhelmed on the offensive glass, not getting beat to as many 50-50 balls. And we did a better job of not turning the ball over which, you know, they had 18 points off our turnovers at, at Tuscaloosa. So I think all those things led to the fact that, you know, we held them to only, you know, nine threes. They make 12 in their wins, and they make eight or nine in their losses, and that's what it takes. All right, Nathan, then Matt. Program record, 40 free throws for y'all in this game. Was there anything you noticed in the second half, I guess, when the pace for both teams, it seemed like y'all were going to the line one? You know, I, I know, I know that people are going to look at that stats and go, Man, it was a it was a free throw fest. But I mean, um, we we were reaching a little bit in. We were a little handsy on the perimeter, and their guards shot a ton of free throws, right? And then we were pounding the ball inside, and they were just climbing all. Over. I mean, they're, just, they're fouling us every time. So I don't I don't think the officials wanted to call it like that. But I think both teams had you know played hard, played physically. Than Mike. On on a, on a Janai specifically, I think you've talked a lot about just how he has the the uh, interior advantage. But now he's made a 
three in six straight games. His his uh, his uh, free throw shooting has vastly improved. Is how have you seen him expand his game over the course of this season? Well, I think I think the thing with Janai again, it's a, a, the inside out deal. Like he's a monster with his back to the basket, and he he just knows how to use his body. And you get in there behind him, it's a bucket or a foul in a lot of ways. But then he also is such a good passer and likes the ball in his hands. Um, and he's, he, work, he works at the – I mean, he works. <laughs> he shoots like our guards shoot in every practice and after practice. And so I have great confidence in him, you know, being able to shoot the ball. And I think, again, 9 for 10 for the foul line. Not trying to jinx it because we talked about it last time, but he was a 55% free throw shooter last year. In conference play, he's in the 90s. And that's that, that tells you how hard he's worked at it, how much he cares. Um, and, and again, it's, he understands the Auburn family. This game is personal. This is personal. This game matters. That's Bruce Pearl, and it was a, a near-perfect night for Auburn basketball last night at Neville Arena. An 18-point win over 16th-ranked Alabama. I suspect... That Auburn with a win at Florida will absolutely be in the top 10 come the next poll. We're back. Clay will jump in here with us when we return right after this on the Max Roundtable. This is Dory Noka. You're listening to the Max Roundtable with Doug Amos on ESPN The Ticket and ESPN 1067. Earn more on your balances with the Max Elevate Money Market. Enjoy the competitive rate benefits of certificate accounts with no fixed terms and more flexibility. Earn more on your balances and access them anytime. You expect more and Max delivers. See our amazing rates at MyMax.com Elevate. Max, smart money made simple. Federally insured by NCUA. Certain restrictions apply. When the game goes into overtime, But the game goes into overtime. The choice to enjoy is easy. Bud Light, easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Pick up Bud Light at your local convenience store today. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Hey there, Russell from Gales Down the Street Cafe. Are you looking for a fancy lunch place with white tablecloths and servers when they're whites and blacks? Well, if you are, this ain't it. If you're looking for a quality down-home country lunch where you get food like your grandma used to cook, Gales Down the Street Cafe is the place for you. If you're looking for roast beef, if you're looking for country vegetables, if you're looking for anything like your grandma would have cooked, Gales Down the Street is the place for you. 2741 Zelda Road. It's Gales Down the Street Cafe. Open Monday through Friday, 11 to 2. Once again, guys, Phoenix Salon has come to your rescue for Valentine's Day. They put together several packages, especially for the day of love, like a steamy romance for two. It's a spa pedicure, steam room, and a couple's massage. The feeling steamy package includes a signature facial and a pedicure. The Phoenix Salon Hot 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 Package is a signature rose manicure and signature facial. Ladies, your man needs to feel warm and fuzzy too on Valentine's Day, so you can get the men you love a package too. 
which is a gentleman's facial, a back polish. Make sure that Valentine's Day is special for the both of you. You can call Phoenix Salon and Spa at 272-4247, or you can look them up at phoenixsalonskinandspa.com. The day of love will be a special one this year with a gift from Phoenix Salon, 6311 Atlanta Highway. Pucker up Montgomery and Prattville. Matt Parsley here from Budget Car and Truck Sales. And this month, I'm on a mission to help you fall in love with a nicer, newer car. So if your old rides left you broken hearted, just say goodbye. I'll give you up to five grand more than Kelly Blue Book. Push, pull, or drag it in. Plus, I'm buying cars on the spot based on the car or the price you pick. You deserve to drive a car that makes your heart skip a beat. So bring me your old ride and kiss it goodbye because you could get way more than it's worth. Plus, I'm buying cars. Do other dealers leave you feeling lonely? My team's passionate about approvals. We kiss up to the banks and lenders that want to say yes. That's yes. Yes, yes, yes. Plus, I'm buying cars on the spot based on the price of the car you pick. But hurry, once I've helped 137 people, my lips are sealed and this deal is done. I'm Matt Parsley. I'm your dealer for the people. See all these smooch-worthy rides at BudgetSaysYes.com. That's BudgetSaysYes.com. Pucker up, Montgomery and Prattville. Shane is here from United, number one in the River Region when it comes to your indoor comfort. Does United go outside of the River Region? Of course. We have customers at Lake Martin, Lake Jordan, Selma, Tallahassee, Greenville, Tuskegee, and even Union Springs. So United is not only number one in the River Region, United is number one in Central Alabama. With quality workmanship, 100% satisfaction guaranteed, and affordable pricing, it should be no surprise. Also with over 300 years combined experience and the ability to service and repair all brands, why would you call anyone else? Don't forget, if your system is beyond repair, we have financing available with approved credit, and we can handle all your plumbing electrical needs, too. If you want the most experienced and the number one AC company in the River Region that's ahead of its competition on all the latest technology, call United today at 262-0247. Or visit unitedheating.net and check us out on Facebook. Alabama certification number 84560. The Max Roundtable with Doug Amos, brought to you by Max Credit Union, rolls on. Doug would love to hear from you. Call 334-517-1210, text 334-313-1170, or email mrt at espntheticket.com. What y'all are gonna do to me? I've been encouraging y'all week to get your Super Bowl picks in, and we've got quite a few in. But I know you're gonna blow me up tomorrow, and between 1:30 and 2 o'clock, I'll get about 150 of them. And under my breath, I may be calling you things that you wouldn't enjoy being called, but certainly not out loud. Let's welcome in uh, Clay, big supporter of this program. What's going on, my friend? What a Hey. What a blowout last night at Neville. I, I, I tell you, Doug, and, and, I, and I, I don't say this to be ugly. I, I, say, I understand how Alabama football fan feels because I absolutely did not feel comfortable until there were two minutes to go in that game last night. Because yeah. I've seen Alabama. I've seen them do it more than one time this year. They can score 12 points in 45 seconds. And you just, I think Alabama is the most dangerous team. 
They're not the best team in the SEC, but they are the most dangerous team. You get one shot, one turnover, one missed shot, and that's nine points right there. If they're and, shooting and Alabama, it well, if they're shooting it well, I agree. But here's the difference, Clay, and you're a basketball dude. I mean, folks, Clay was a member of the Cliff Dwellers back in the day. He got a Georgia coach fired once because of ridiculous things <laughs> being said. Um, but the difference is defensively, this is not the type team that Nate Oates wins with. Uh, last, 100%. last year, 100%. Two, you're right. Last year and then two years prior to that, top five defensive efficiency teams. This is a team that's in the 60s. They can't guard down low on the block. Uh, you're right. They, they could be dangerous if they run in about five or six threes in a row, but I'm just not sure they're going to be able to stop many really good teams. And you're 100% correct. And that's what kind of it, it kind of scared me a little bit about Auburn because when we played Alabama and even against Mississippi State, the two losses we've had uh, recently is we went away from the inside game and fell into the trap of trying to play outside. If you play Alabama inside, Nelson is just not strong enough to defend anybody. He technically Nelson should have fouled out about three times last night, as many fouls as they called. Uh, he just all he can do is reach and grab, and he's thin. It's like Charles Barkley said, "Classic foul, funny." But you know they do. Alabama's got a bunch of skinny folks inside. They don't have those pounders and those big guys. But Alabama is a weird. They're a weird team in that it's like Auburn and kind of most teams. That, that play defense really, you know, hectic, you know, strong defense. The offense feeds off the defense. You get a turnover. You get a run out. Alabama's exactly the opposite, in my opinion. You look at the way they played Mississippi State, and Mississippi State's a ground and pound gritty team. And Alabama was making shots. And when they're getting their screen game on and on the offensive side of the court, it's like their defense is just – they look like a totally different team, though. Go back and watch that Mississippi State game. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I mean, mean that, that like, was just a game ago. They won by 31. <laughs> exactly. And they looked like they had eight men out there playing defense. Everybody had two people on it. But their defense feeds off their offense. When they don't make shots, then they just kind of yeah. go to – lollygagging, grabbing and going. So, but anyhow. I'll say this, Clay, you know, in listening to Bruce Pearl, and by the way, wasn't there a funny uh, when Williams and, and Broom were up there in the postgame press conference? Didn't Broom reference that one time Williams had a shrimp covering him? There was yeah. there was something that was said. I saw something on social media about it. I had gotten. I was getting bombarded with different things. But I think Janai said I didn't mean to say that. Uh, but but th- apparently there was a reference to the size of a guy that was guarding Jalen Williams, and he changed. Janai Broom did change what he was going to do because he saw who was trying to cover Williams. That's hysterical to me. That that was. I think that was on the the no. Look, alley oop that that uh, that he threw to Jalen Williams, and, okay. and that's what I mean. That's just I mean it didn't. Now that made me so happy last night to see Auburn stick with the inside, and and had Bruce done that two years ago when Auburn played Miami in the round of Sweet Sixteen with uh, uh, Jabari 
and Walker, we would have beat them and and might have had another trip to the final four. Let, let, let me say this instead, about we that. We insisted on shooting the ball. Yeah, from but let, let me night. say this about that. That team. I think crumbled because the chemistry wasn't right at the end of the year. Correct. There was something wrong. I don't think a game Correct. plan change was going to change the outcome of that Miami game. I really don't. Uh, just no, kind of like a game, a, a uh, in-game change to the approach wasn't going to change the result of the Clemson game of uh, a, a year or a couple of years earlier. I think well, this and, team has chemistry, and I agree with Bruce Pearl Clay. You show me two guys in the front court of any major college or any college basketball team any better than Jalen Williams and Janai Broom, and I'd like to see them because I'm not sure one exists. Well, and that, and that the chemistry is a thing, and that's why you know early way back. Eight weeks ago, I mentioned something to you about this. Reminded me yeah. of the final yeah, you four did. thing. You did. It's not, and, it, and it's it's not the talent level or the way that they play. It's the chemistry of this team, Doug. I saw it. I went and I watched them play AUM in an exhibition game, and just watching the kids on the court and the way they interact, you can only see in person. And I said, "This is a special team," and Chad Baker Mazzara was the specific person I pointed out. And and even my Auburn basketball friends were like, well, yeah, I mean, he's he's going to be okay, but Denver Jones, he's the guy, you know. And I'm like, Denver's fine. He's got – he reminds me of Ronnie Battle. He has got – his shot is just sweet as silk. But it, it, well, there's something about CBM, and I'm like, just keep an eye on him. He is. There's something about him. You just and better he hope that. now. Here, here's the deal. I'm just going to, again, ask you to um, pump the brakes a bit. Chemistry in February needs to translate into chemistry in March. That team, that, te- that team Auburn had two years ago at this time of the year when they were ranked they were number garbage. one. No, they weren't. They were ranked number one. Oh, no, two years ago, right. right two right. two years, years ago, ago, they were ranked number the final one. The team was garbage this time of Well, year. but two years ago, the team was ranked number one, and everybody was saying this could be a team to get there again, and we all know how it turned out. So how we assess things on the eighth day of February – usually is a lot different than we assess things in mid-March. That's right. I just, I'm glad Auburn is, they're, they're, they're playing good. They're not playing out of their minds right now. So they, Here, they Here's why I knew something was special and why I think this team potentially could be special. Because somehow even Katie Johnson is adapted into the whole let's play as a big group kind of team thing. And I never Correct. thought that would be the case. <laughs> I always felt like he would be the outlier dude, uh, that they would have to reel in. But he seems to even buy in to the to the playing, you know, to the substitution patterns, to the minutes played. And, and you know, what the way he cut, guarded Sears on the last possession of the first half last night that was beautiful i'm telling you now people can laugh at me all they want i think that literally took the air out of any more air that alabama had in its balloon the way that katie johnson just absolutely 
did what he took the manhood away is what I saw one person say uh, from Mark Sears. I think sent Alabama to the locker room going, we ain't got a chance here tonight. And and that is, it's the, and those are the little tiny things, Doug, and you know it because you're a basketball guy. Those are little tiny things that just really takes the air out. It's like, I just did the best I could possibly do, and I couldn't even dribble by the second string guard that comes in the cover. <laughs> you know, that has to get in your head at some point. I would so, think so. But I just, I, I truly but... think, and I, I hate to say it, but, but, you know, getting Alan Flanagan and Wendell Green off of that team were the two greatest things that happened to Auburn. It's, it's, it's absolutely obvious now that they were a problem on the team last year. I mean, I don't know how you can argue that. They I mean, weren't. I agree. I agree. Uh, you know, I mean, and but, it's just I, like but I, perceived, I perceived that KD was a part of it too. And, well, and, I, I and think the, I think Allen and KD bumped heads. And you look, Allen against South Carolina, love him to death. Auburn dad, Auburn guy. Hey, he had twenty six. He was fired up. He scored 26, and, and Ole Miss lost by three. Well, that's what Alan Flanagan wants to do. He's the star of the team. He's scoring 25 a game, and they're losing. But he's the dang star. You know, I don't want to get upset about that. Real quick, can I mention Real the quick, Final I got to score. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, AISA, Final Four, going on right now at the multiplex. The uh, – Lounge and Evangel tomorrow morning, girls, 9 o'clock. All right, buddy, we're uh, there. We got a scoop, man. I'm way out of time. I got to go. I apologize. Call back tomorrow oh, and give okay. me all the details. Thanks, Clay. Uh, by the way, Lenardi came out with his sheet. He screwed this up. I'll bet you it's different tomorrow. He's still got Alabama as a as a three seed, actually moved up a seed line, and he's still got Auburn as a four seed. I'm not buying it. Not buying it. I'll bet he fixes it by tomorrow morning. That's my prediction. We're back to close things out on a Thursday edition of the Max Roundtable. This is the SEC Network's Roman Harper, and you're listening to the Max Roundtable with Doug on ESPN The Ticket and ESPN 106.7. Earn more on your balances with the Max Elevate Money Market. Enjoy the competitive rate benefits of certificate accounts with no fixed terms and more flexibility. Earn more on your balances and access them anytime. You expect more and Max delivers. See our amazing rates at MyMax.com Elevate. Max, smart money made simple. Federally insured by NCUA. Certain restrictions apply. 107.5 is W298BC Montgomery, ESPN The Ticket. Troy head basketball coach Scott Cross here. An exciting new season for Trojan basketball is upon us. And I want to see you in the stands at Trojan Arena all season long. If you can't make it, listen in for all the action right here. This is Barry McKnight urging you not to miss a moment of all the action and excitement all season on the flagship station, 107.5 FM, 1210 AM, ESPN, The Ticket. It was 1917. Charlie Chaplin appeared as the little tramp, Walt Disney graduated from high school, and Woodrow Wilson was re-elected president. And in Montgomery, Chris has sold their very first hot dog. 
forward to the 1950s, Hank Williams was hanging out at Chris's. Up through the 70s and 80s, many stars and politicians discovered Montgomery's little secret. Jump ahead to the new millennium, Riverwalk Stadium, the alleyway, and the new downtown. It's now 100 years later, and Chris's is still serving their world-famous hot dogs at 138 Dexter Avenue. How long has it been since you've tasted the city's most famous hot dog? Make Chris's part of your family history. Still family-owned and operated, Chris's makes every hot dog and hamburger to order. Take Chris's to your next party or event. Call-in orders are welcome. Online at ChrisHotDogs.com and on Facebook. Chris's Famous Hot Dogs. Taste the tradition. I'm Don Duncan with All-American Auto and Tire, your super dealer. The other day I was talking with a state employee who said, I wish I could use my WEX card at your location. My response was, you can. I'm sorry you didn't already know that. For over 16 years, All-American Auto and Tire has been proud to honor the WEX cards from state employees. We also honor the Voyager cards for federal employees. Those cards are good at all locations in Montgomery and in Millbrook. Tires, service, or major repairs. Don Duncan's All-American Auto and Tire. With the weather turning colder, it's time to do some indoor painting. John Lee Paint Company carries the Richards Signature Ceramic Series, an interior ceramic paint that comes in matte and eggshell sheen levels, a specially formulated interior wall paint that incorporates new resin technologies and the use of ceramic microspheres. By combining these two properties, Richards created a product that's easy to apply, provides excellent coverage, adhesion, durability, and scrub resistance. Quality, service, experience since 1974. John Lee Paint Company on Coliseum Boulevard. At Stanley Steamer, we go beyond carpet cleaning. We're also experts at cleaning air ducts. The average home collects up to 40 pounds of dirt, dust, and allergens in its air ducts each year. Stanley Steamer thoroughly cleans your air ducts and every part of your ventilation system, making your home cleaner, healthier, and more energy efficient. And that helps you breathe easier. Call now about a free in-home air duct inspection. Call 1-800-STEAMER. Stanley Steamer gets your home Tired of low wages? The open road has no boundaries, and Mid-State Driving Academy can have you making more money with a secure future. Get your CDL while working at your current job, now enrolling for day, night, and weekend classes. After you get your CDL, Mid-State can also direct you to where you can get employment. They offer in-house financing with no credit check. So if you're tired of the same old routine and want the excitement of the open road, start trucking. Go to their website at midstatedriving.com or call 866-996-1888. How do you get your water? Do you go to that big box store, wait in line to pay for it, and then load it up? There's an easier way to do it. Call Blue Ridge Mountain Water. They deliver to your home or office, and the price is comparable to that of the big box stores. They also carry Keurig coffee products, and now they have natural alkaline artesian water that has no additives. Save time, money, and energy, and call Blue Ridge Mountain Water at 273-1119 or look at their website at brmwater.com because Blue Ridge Mountain Water is more than just water. You're NASCAR station in the River Region is WTXK, Hike Road, Montgomery, ESPN, The Ticket. Hey, it's Peter Burns for the SEC Network. The best midday show in the Montgomery area and in Auburn, Opelika, is the Max Roundtable with Doug Amos on ESPN, The Ticket, and ESPN 106.7. Says I know one day her daddy will wear her away, but tonight she's mine on Lover's Welcome back as we head for home here tomorrow, our last show prior to the Super Bowl. 
The Niners and the Chiefs in Las Vegas should be a whale of a show. We'll take predictions tomorrow with another chance to win some of Mike Vinson's money at Adams Drugs. $150 cash to the winner and $25 gift card to Mellow Mushroom for the runner-up. We need a score. We need a winner. We need Patrick Mahomes passing yards. All right, my last minute here. I want to get up on my soapbox for a minute. Listen, I'm all about kids when they're in college having a fun time with fandom and taking shots at other students and young people doing young people things. What I literally detest as much as anything in the world in which I live, which is in the most passionate state for college athletics that exists, is adults acting like third graders after games, before games, yanking chains of people on social media, acting a fool. I mean, acting like fools. And I I literally don't do Facebook or stay away from a lot of other social media right after a game involving Auburn or Alabama. Because, quite frankly, it's hysterically pathetic. Some of the things you see that people put on Facebook and on social media. That's one man's opinion. You can differ with it. I'm cool with it. No problem. We'll close out the week tomorrow. Jake Farmer will be in here with me. Have a great afternoon, everybody.